Imagine a dimension slightly different from the one we're in. For me, it was Tuesday. History is the same, but it isn't. Welcome to the new 42. Hey everybody, this is Ken Masters, and you're listening to 42 Level 1. The new 42. Well, how can you get on my Coming down for you. Damn it. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. An early episode of Force 2 Level 1. Still an hour later than scheduled time. This is episode 295. Yes. Yes, good, because I kept saying tuning six in my head. Anyway, I am Alistair Kennedy, one of your hosts, and here with me as always, the Twilight Princess of all games himself. Mr. Andy Urquhart. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still I'm still baffled by what I told you before, before the show. For the listeners, what we're talking was The Rock's been offered between 24 and 26 million for three appearances in Saudi Arabia next year. That's crazy money. Right. Is he, That's, is he that, you it? could. Would you not? Would you not? Like, I'm quite sure The Rock's got enough star power that he could say to whoever he's working on, hey, guys, I need a couple of weeks off here and here. That's my holidays. Well, yeah, but I don't have $20 million right now, so he probably has that already. He probably doesn't need it. It's not that you don't need it, man, but would you not take... If you got... Like, I don't care. Like, I could... Somebody could go... To be honest, see if somebody said, here's a million... Here's a million pounds. Uh, Even a million dollars. What's that, about 800,000? Like, I'd be like, yeah, cool. That I would I would do a lot for that, right? That's more than I'll probably earn in my lifetime, right? Mm. But for twenty four, that's fucking to 20- depressing, mate. Don't <laughs> yeah, it is though. But for for twenty four to twenty six million for three appearances, that's. But then again, this is a guy that could end up president one day, and probably mm. will go by America. Because Schwarzenegger was governor. They've got Donald Trump just now. Like the Rock could easily be president. It is actually, yeah. yeah. The Rock could easily be. Um. Where did I get that? The yeah, link I, I just sent you. I would Sorry, vote for the I'm rock. Like, like uh, I quite like the rock. He seems like a nice downtown guy. What, the, what? He was born in America as well. Yeah, he's just yeah. Maui. Uh, not Maui. Where is it? He's from. Ah, Maori. Maori. Is it Maori? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, the right terminology. Maori. I don't know where it is he's from, but Hawaii. Samoa. Maybe Hawaii. Samoa. Miami. Samoa. It's Samoa. I'm sure. Samoan. It is Samoan. Yeah, Maui's from the movie. <laughs> from Moana. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's from. That's his name in that. No, it's uh, Samoan. You're right. Yeah, it's the Samoan Islands. I don't know where they are, but it's all like tribal stuff. But anyway, uh, that's nuts to get paid that. Like, crazy. Hmm. Um. So, anyway, uh, yeah, let's just start the show. So, um, although, yeah, we'll just start it with a big screen re-screen. Big Screen Wee Screen? That's right, sorry, I'm just getting distracted. Danny's yeah. testing me, sorry. Uh, big Screen Wee Screen is the part of the show we talk about all the TV and all the movies we watched this week. So I think it's my turnaround. But I want to talk about the genius move that DC's just pulled today 
um, James Gunn, disgraced by Disney for something he said 10 years ago. Um, fair enough, he shouldn't have said it. It was stupid, but DC's pulled the most genius move in history. If you cash them in back to when Suicide Squad was coming out, mm-hmm. they started modelling the trailers after Guardians of the Galaxy, you know, that sort of happy, poppy soundtrack and like yep. this sort of colourful look. And they really wanted so badly to be Guardians of the Galaxy. And the movie that we got, it's almost as if halfway through production, they changed their mind and what they wanted it to be. Like the the, the film score sounded dark and gritty and like, but the sort of attitude we got with other songs was kind of Guardians. They've managed to get James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy, uh, Guardians 2, uh, Suicide Squad 2, which in my mind makes that potentially the greatest DC movie of all time, like an ensemble cast in a sort of comedy dark movie. So is it actually been confirmed though? Yeah, confirmed. Yeah, confirmed today. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's absolutely amazing. I mean, I think we, I think we probably mentioned it like when uh, when the story broke, like about him being filed off of, uh, off of Marvel. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. DC will probably take him. <laughs> yep, that's what's happened. Snapped him straight up and said, "Yep, okay, make Suicide Squad now," because that's what we wanted in the first place. <laughs> Can you imagine what they're going to be like? Like Will Smith was great in that movie anyway, but like they've got the cast coming back, and I think they're doing a Harlequin and Joker spin-off as far as I know still. But who knows what they're doing? They're crazy over DC. Why focus on a Joker standalone movie? What they should really be doing is trying to rebuild the universe. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like Superman and Batman want to leave. It's not a problem because DC's got a multiverse and it's kind of familiar with people now that they've done it on TV. But mm-hmm. like just build that instead of doing standalone Joker movies like honestly yeah I don't have any interest in that I also don't nah. like Joaquin Phoenix as the Joker no, like, that's no. a weird casting and he looks bad like it doesn't look like a good Joker yeah he looks like a um, sad clown see I was one of the I didn't I didn't mind Jared Leto's look but a lot of folk hated it I thought it was cool because it was the only way of doing it different from Heath Ledger but this mm. now looks like a copy of Heath Ledger like that's all it looks like a like a budget Comic Con version of Heath Ledger. <laughs> but um, yeah, anyway, that's that's some cool news that James Gunn's done that. Um, I wonder if he managed to take some because I don't know what's going to happen with Chris Pratt and the likes. Like, are they going to jump ship? Because I don't know, Vin Diesel as Groot and obviously Bradley Cooper as Rocket wasn't really involved in all this. I don't think, but the rest of them kind of said, "Well, we don't want to make any more movies if it's not for James Gunn." Disney went, well, that's not a problem because we've just killed our universe anyway, so you don't need to come back. <laughs> well, you're dead. So, <laughs> like, yeah. You're dead anyway. Yeah. Like, you've, been, you've been ripped out of and, existence. Like, don't get me wrong. Chris Pratt will still get work. Zoe Saldana will still get work. Mm. But, like, Batista, like, I would have really watched what I was saying. Like, he's good as Groot. Uh, he's good as, like, Drax, but really? What? You- I can't exactly see him doing many, like leading man roles like Chris Pratt can do you know well I mean people said that about The Rock as well though when he first started yeah, out, like, look, look how bad True. he was in fucking uh, Scorpion, Scor- King. Scorpion King and all that shit man and mm. like look where he is now so like this is true but he's got a career path he doesn't have the follow. he doesn't have the charisma of The Rock though do you know what I like Batista like anytime I've seen like interviews with him like he's always been really funny and like down off and that so I, I like him as well I liked him in the wrestling like I was a big fan of Batista when he was in the wrestling like I know you don't watch wrestling but I liked him as a wrestler he did want to come back to WWE as well like he said he would want to come back full time though because a lot of people like The Rock drop in and out 
but who knows, man? Like, you know what I'm saying, though? He's not going to be, like, leading Jurassic Park 4 or something like that. You know, I mean, Jurassic World 4 or anything like Chris Pratt. He's not going to get... I don't know. You never he's know. not. He's not. He's going to be, like, Mercenary B. Who yeah, knows? I, I could yeah. be wrong, but, but personally... Yeah, he was I, in a movie as the lead, like, relatively recently. Yeah, a football violence film. Like, one no, of those no, crappy. Not that one. Um, fuck, what's it called? I'm just trying to look it up. It was a football. It was an English movie. Um, no, no, it wasn't that. It was. <laughs> He's not done many movies. Yeah, no, he was in a movie. It was a kind of disaster type movie. And he's like some wee girl with him in the movie. Oh, fuck, what's this? I can't think. What's called. Can't think. I'll, I'll find out. Anyway, cool. Anyway, um, I'm really glad that they've got James Gunn. Like, but that's some good directors to fix the universe. Get, and get rid of Zack Snyder. <laughs> I, I'd prefer them bringing Michael Bay into a movie than Zack Snyder. I mean, they could put James Gunn in charge of it. <laughs> like, just be like, put a complete faith in him. Yeah. Let him <laughs> oversee the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if he what makes a good enough get Jeff Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. So anyway, yeah, I've seen a good few. Um, first off, watch The Good Place episode two. Don't know if you've seen it yet. Bushwick. That was it. Bushwick. Okay. Never heard of it. So I watched The Good watch. Place. I'm going to watch it. Uh, yeah, I did watch uh, Good Place episode cool. two, mate. So I love this episode, um, especially because I can't remember the his name in the show, but it's Adam Scott's his name, I'm sure. And like, he tries to interfere in Michael's plan of helping them out on Earth, unbeknownst mm-hmm. to the judge. And he's playing this awkward, horrible, yay guys character, and he's I, I just found it absolutely hilarious. And then and then the judge pulled them up for interfering, mm-hmm. and the sort of gatekeeper guy helped them out in the end. Um, I real I'm really enjoying the way this show's going. Yeah, me too. Um, I think it, this season, I think they might end up in like the real good place at the end of it, maybe. Yeah, 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 definitely. Because we've already seen the bad place, like the mm. Michael's version of the bad place, and also um, the actual bad place in hell. And mm. um, it'd be cool, good place. But like, I'm really enjoying like what they're doing just now. Like that Adam Scott is so funny. Like I loved him Parks and Recreation. Um, played who was it played now? It was Leslie Mopes, Ben. Played Ben mm-hmm. in yeah. Parks and Recreation, and like, see, just him playing this cheesy sort of "Hey guys, great idea!" Like, <laughs> all the stuff he was doing was just making me laugh so much. Um, I can't wait for the next episode on Friday. They've obviously had to time off. Like, we thought that we thought this show was meant to be one season and done, and I kind of still think that. But they've obviously thought I've never heard that story and that film. Cool. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm going to watch it. I like no how it is. Cool. So, um, yeah, I really like the direction this show's taken. Um, I love everybody in the show. Like, it's so funny. Um, I watched a couple of films, um, both Marvel. Um, so, I went to cinema to see Venom. Nice. I, I, I loved this movie. Like, really enjoyed this movie. Um, it was being criticised a lot because it didn't feel like MCU. It wasn't as couple. Of, it felt refreshing because it didn't feel like MCU. 
sure I get the point that it felt like kind of a Blade or like X-Men 1 or Spider-Man like it didn't feel like as dated as that but in comparison yeah it's not got a wide universe but the cool thing is that it doesn't have to tie into the MCU I hope it does and I think it will because it's done really well but like I it doesn't need to like this could start its own universe and that's just I think the big plan is to obviously tie it in at some point like um Venom, they play kind of like almost the. I'll try and do it spoiler free because I know you're not really saying it, but it's like Ultimate Spider Man kind of Venom, like we kind of expected. Hmm. And it's not tied to Spider Man and it works. I don't mind Venom doing that at all um, because we've seen the Spider Man version with Topher Grace, and not only was he an awful, horrible Eddie Brock, but Venom wasn't great either. Um, this Tom Hardy, I'm not his biggest fan. Like, I, I wouldn't even say I liked him as Bane. Like, in fact, he was awful as Bane. Legend, he was okay. Which I'm not Tom Hardy's fan. Like, I'm he's okay, but the guy's mental. But that played off well for him in this because he's got the dual split personality still thing going on. And apparently, what he'd done was recorded his lines as Venom, so he was speaking to himself while he was in set with an earpiece. So, like, on while he was doing it and. He did Venom's voice as well, and don't worry, it doesn't sound like Zazu from The Lion King. It's <laughs> like it sounds proper, like we are Venom, like no Eddie, like that sort of thing. Like it sounds really cool. Mm-hmm. Venom looks how he should, not quite as big as the Hulk, but big, like like a, a, a couple of feet bigger than normal people, maybe about eight foot, nine foot, and he's quite bulky. Uh, the look of him's awesome. The rumors of him having a big white V on his chest were not true whatsoever and I'm glad about that like he just these sort of pulsating white veins about him not over many um, the Lethal Protector comic it was based on I read that and I, I hated it like as big a fan of Venom as I am I don't think it's good um, and this kind of followed that a wee bit um, the basic story I don't know how much of it I can give up it, the Life Foundation it's based on okay and they're kind of like the big bad corporation and I don't buy the villain because the villain seems so young. I know he was meant to be this sort of up-and-coming science whiz kid right. sort of guy who was, like, doing all these good things with his company. But behind the scenes, he was doing human trials. Um, how much of this do you want ruined or do you not care? Uh, I, don't, I don't really care. I would try and be slightly spoiler-free for cool. listeners. But... So I'll be spoiler-free, right, as much as I can. But basically, the Life Foundation... The, the plot is they've they've sent out spaceships and they've discovered a comet that had life forms on it, which was obviously mm-hmm. the well, they're not called the Cryer. You know, the, is it the Cryer or the Kira in the comics? Can't remember the names. Yeah, Kira, I think that one. Kira, out. right? They're not called that in just yet, but like they found the symbiotes and they brought some of them back for to Earth because this guy has realised that humans are destroying the planet and he wants a way to find the to evolve humans and make them adaptable to like the upcoming apocalypses or whatever's going to happen you know like whatever it doesn't go into details it also doesn't do anything that says that it can't be part of the MCU right because it's set in San Francisco which is such a remote corner Right, it's a bit like see if Ant Man didn't have any references, it could have stood alone and also tied in. Do you know what I mean? Obviously, they dropped name dropped a few things in Ant Man because it is main MCU, but this done it in a clever way where most of the MCU is set in New York, right? 
that's where the base is. That's Tony Stark stays there, or he's get whatever Tracy Island is, where Stark's house is, or it get destroyed, whatever. But the majority of it takes place there. Like Spider Man's from there, the Avengers Towers there, um, like um, Captain America, I think was it Harlem, the Bronx, can't remember. But like they're all based on that side of America. This is in San Francisco, so it's kind of far away enough. They don't say anything that contradicts the events of the MCU, but they don't confirm it either, if you know what I mean. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. has been to uh, San Francisco. Yeah, but th- this this could have happened. Like, S.H.I.E.L.D. aren't there just now, so who knows what time frame this happens in. It wasn't defined. They never gave any dates, like some movies, Spider-Man Homecoming. Do you know what I mean? So they'd never done anything that kind of could say no. They, they were very clever the way they'd done it, that... Yes, it could tie in. All they need is like one new story of Spider Man in the next one, or Tom Holland showing up, like, or fuck anybody showing up. It doesn't have to tie in, but it could easily. Um, Venom, the only reason it's a 50 handy is because, like, of clever cuts and not a lot of blood. No, no blood that I can remember. Not very much blood anyway, but like, if this film had like blood, because Venom is like proper, like, feed me like and eats like full-on fucking scrans a guy's head man <laughs> like and i'm like no way did that just happen even there was a bit where tash went oh some of the cgi as well like that looked bad in the trailer wasn't like bad in the movie so i don't know if the trailer was like from an earlier sort of right. um thing but like dark film like obviously venom it needs to be at night time blah blah so like a lot of the cgi like kind of like passed because of that and some of the fight scenes were in the dark like it was a bit where a SWAT team shows up and he takes out the entire SWAT team in the dark but you see his shadow and like the way he's throwing people about and he kind of uses his it's more like Ultimate Venom though where he doesn't have like the web you know like Venom has web in the Marvel Universe he uses tendrils as web on this he uses his like tendrils like his whole hand shoots out to grip onto buildings and stuff so it still kind of looks cool but there's total body horror still stuff you know where like his face morphs into venom and like there's a bit where he's in like an MRI machine and the noise obviously fucks up the symbiote if you know anything about symbiotes and like it's going and it's that like horror style face shake you know the symbiote off him and stuff and it's like Um, there's also like parts of the human test and it's a bit gross because in this version, in the Marvel comics, the, the symbiote can kind of jump from host to host whenever it mm. wants. But in this one, like they, they, they're kind of killing the host, so it rejects them. But while it rejects them, it kills them. Um, so it's kind of weird that way. There are other symbiotes, but the whole thing about the Lethal Protector comic is there's like five, five like the Shriek and is it Poison? Not Poison. Can't remember them all, but there's like you know the one that looks like a cheetah, the, the woman's one, and you see that symbiote, the yellow and black one, mm-hmm. but it never goes on in it. It never finds a host. Um, I can't remember the silver. Oh, I do know riots in it. But I don't know if he right. was that was the name of him. He's like a big silver version of Venom, and it gives a backstory of them where like Riot was the general and Venom was like the runt of the litter or something, which to mm-hmm. me didn't float very well. But then that gave the bond between him and Eddie because. I tell you, effortlessly, he's got like a weight bench in his house. He's kind of a bulky guy. He doesn't take shit from anybody. Like, talks crap to the guy at the Life Foundation when he's not meant to. But his girlfriend breaks up with him because he hacks her computer to find this information because she like she works for a law firm, and uh, it's so cool. Like, honestly, like to me, I loved the movie. Um, 
there's there's there is two credit scenes. The second one Right, okay, the second one I'm gonna kinda of ruin, but it, it's not integral to the movie. It's more like a trailer for another film. Mm-hmm. So like the first one ties directly into Venom sequel and a lot of people could probably guess what it is and it's so fucking cool the way it's done. But like the one at the end of the movie says meanwhile in another segment of the Spider-Verse and it just shows you that into the Spider-Verse, you know, the cartoon. Oh, right, okay. Yeah. So that's all it is after the credits. If you don't want to wait, that trailer's already on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> but the pre-credits trailer is so fucking cool that I don't want to ruin and I loved how it was done. I loved the choice of who's the person that's in it. I don't want to ruin anything about that, but the movie itself wasn't perfect. It's not my favourite superhero movie of all time, but if I rank this alongside the Spider-Man films, then it's pretty high up there. I would say like three or four, maybe two. Yeah. Like Amazing Spider-Man is my favourite one. This one's better than Amazing Spider-Man 2, I would say anyway. Um, really, really enjoyed it. And the fact that they made it standalone, like everyone's keep criticising for that. It's like, they'd done a movie without Spider-Man that works, that was my biggest worry, because mm-hmm. Spider-Man's obviously so integral to his story. Mm-hmm. They stayed away from the whole cancer style thing, which is obviously what it was in Ultimate Spider-Man. It was Eddie yeah. Brock and Peter Parker's father were working on it. In this, it's more... Um, it's just symbiote. It is a symbiote from space, and it comes back on a spaceship. And the Life Foundation or Life Corporation, whatever the fucking called, their experiment on them. Um, I don't really want to ruin anything else, like kind of tie-ins. There's a, there's a Stan Lee cameo, which is quite funny. Um, but yeah, I just love the whole inner turmoil. Like, Tom Hardy just blew me away as Eddie Brock. Like, I remember Eddie Brock as Eddie Brock from the, the 90s cartoon where he hated Peter Parker. Like, that sort of thing. But this one, like... There was moments where he was absolutely fucking hilarious. Like when the symbiote's first in him, there's a funny scene in the restaurant. Tom Hardy ends up climbing in a lobster tank. <laughs> um, and he's complaining, he's eating food, and he's like, this is this is dead, this is dead, this is dead. And it's like the symbiote wants the live stuff. So. Um, yeah, uh, and he's killing, like it's funny, the argument when Tom Hardy finds out that the symbiote's killing him from the inside, and the symbiote's like, no, I'm not. And like the two scientists are telling, like his ex-partner's telling him, like this is killing you from the inside, and the symbiote's in his head going, no, we're not. <laughs> like it's, <laughs> it's really, it's it's not like stupid slapstick comedy, but it's done at the right moments. You know, it has its dark points as well. Um, where it's like, don't answer that door. And he's like, what? Who said that? Like, when he's still figuring stuff out. And there's a part where I like, ends up a tree, up a tree, and he's like, how the, how the hell did I get here and stuff? Because the symbiote's obviously helping him. But there's there's a totally funny moment where they, he's he's trying to get up on top of a building. And he's like, mm-hmm. you want up? And the, the symbiote, like, he, see Venom. Remember the Ultimate Spider-Man game where he used his claws to get up the building? And it, like, was like... There's a bit like that where Venom's like bounding up the building to get into this office and he needs to get back down and the window's open and Venom in Eddie Brock's head goes, jump. And then the next scene, you think he's going to jump because he he looks and it cuts and he's standing outside the elevator and all you hear is Venom, pussy. (laughs) It's so funny because he didn't jump, obviously. But like anyway, you need to see this film. I really think you'd enjoy it. I don't know if it's one for Bethany because it's quite dark. It's more aligned with... Mm. 
I don't know, the darker ones like Ghost Rider, Blade, that's still, you know, the darker side yeah. of Marvel. Um, definitely got opportunities to tie in. Wasn't bloody and violent enough that Marvel wouldn't allow it to be used, but it was done to the fucking line. Like they said that they were pushing the boundaries of it. This pushed the 15 rating quite a bit. Um, very cool scenes. Like there was a few jumpy cuts, right? If I'm going to criticize it, there's a couple of bits where the scenes jump to jump to jump. Like when he's leaving the laboratory, it was very quick. But to be honest, like the amount of films that I've seen somebody like breaking in somewhere and then running through the woods. And it takes so long for the guys to actually follow. You know, like, there's armed guards everywhere. They would instantly be on you. There's cameras fucking everywhere. So, yeah, there was bits cut from the film. Kind of hoping that the 4K that I pre-ordered, like, um, unrated or a director's cut or something, because that would be awesome. But if not, I'd happily see this film again. I might even try and get to see it at the cinema again, because it was so good. My wife loved it. Uh, My brother-in-law went and seen it, and he he loved it as well. Um, I can, like... Fraser didn't right, but here's the thing. Like I said to Fraser, right, it's not out at midnight because it was meant to be out on Friday, but for some reason we got it two days early, and I'm like, I need to see it because I got that cool comic book. I'm like, yeah. if you don't see it opening week, you don't get the comic. And he's like, Oh, I can't. Can you just wait? And I'm like, No. I say the same <laughs> to Tasha when me and you're going. She's like, Can you not just wait? I'm like, I need to see it as early as possible. So we went day one. Me and Tasha went. Fraser still hasn't seen it yet. Oh, it's, it's it's honestly so well done. I think, like, obviously, there's a lot to build on. Um, wasn't overly keen. You've seen Parks and Recreation, yep. You know John Ralphio's sister. She's kind of like a slut. Mm, yep. She's a horrible girl in it. Um, she's a scientist in it, right? <laughs> okay. And at first, by the end, I was fine. But like at first, I was like, I, I don't buy that. That's John Ralphio's sister like <laughs> thank you daddy you know their daddy's the fawns and stuff like yeah, yeah. um and the villain he was fine once he uh, okay he gets a symbiote obviously he's gonna get a symbiote mm. but yeah. like I, it was fine once he was in the symbiote because it was venom versus riot and like when, when he wasn't in the symbiote i didn't i just wanted tom harder to punch his face she's punching <laughs> stupid face didn't buy him didn't like it he should have been older um and it was like a by the numbers villain, blah blah blah. Like the symbiote that he had was evil. And Eddie Venom ends up wanting to stay on Earth. I can't remember why he wanted to stay on Earth, but he's like, no, no, I've had enough. So that's how he becomes anti-hero instead of the villain. So at first he's like, no, fuck you, I'm doing what I want, to Eddie, and like blah blah. But then they end up kind of coming to you know, symbiosis, if you will, almost like they're in a green. Yeah, it's really well done. Like couldn't have asked for Venom to look better comparing it to Spider-Man 3 like it's even more laughable Venom and that now and even that was the Spider-Man had at first origin you know it came out the comet on Earth and Peter Parker had it and felt better but then he'd done a crazy dance down the street and hit Mary Jane like that's not the Venom I want to see so this one's fine there's still plenty of time for him to like not like Spider-Man um, and as far as I know, Jared Leto's going to be playing Morbius in the next one. Um, as, as we'll call it the Venom Verse for now, which is actually a comic I'm reading just now as well. But Venom Verse is—is is it Venom Verse? I think it is. Um, but ve- the Venom Verse that they're doing is awesome, and as long as they leave it so that it's open and doesn't conflict with the MCU, then they're creating backstory for villains that the MCU wouldn't have time for. Do you know what I mean? So yeah. I, Honestly, would love the the two things that I really want. I 
see just now the title of Avengers 4 is so far away from my mind. What I want to see and what excited me, I think that was this week as well, was Vincent DeForno. Somebody was commenting saying it's a shame that we'll never see Vincent DeForno's kingpin against Tom Holland's Spider-Man in the movies. And his response was, who said? And Yeah, I think it was me sent you the picture of that. Yeah. And that to me is like, oh my god! Like the the fact that he plays the kingpin so well, and Tom Holland's really good as like a cheeky young Peter Parker. Seeing him bouncing around kingpin where he's trying to punch him, that would be such a good fucking scene to see. But I I would also love Venom as Spider Man, like because even though he's the antihero, Spider Man he's only only going to see him as a villain. Do you know what I mean? Especially if he's just eating someone or something like that, Mm. Um, because he makes a deal and he's like. now that you're staying on Earth, we need to... I know this can't spoil for the end, but it's not really. It's like, now that you're staying on Earth, we need to make a deal. And he goes, what's that? He goes, we only hurt bad people. And then, like, there's somebody appears that's done something really bad at the start of the movie that um, Tom Hardy seen... Well, Eddie Brock seen, and he's like, ah, bad person? He goes, yup. And, like, it's so funny the way they've made this deal. So Peter Parker would see that as a villain, but he's also yeah. an anti-hero, so they could definitely battle each other, but also at the same time team up for something. But like, I don't mm-hmm. want to see Venom and Spider-Man teaming up. What I would love is them to go all in in Venom. I know Tom Hardy signed up for a trilogy, and we're almost guaranteed a sequel with the money this one's made already. Um, I'm sure it broke some like all October box office records, even adjusted for inflation, which is nice. nuts. It's really good for it. Um, so I think they're quite happy with that. Um, the sequel is kind of obvious when you see the sec- the after credit scene, but um, I would honestly love nothing more than see Peter Parker go against the Kingpin and Venom at some point. I don't know if we'll ever get it, but I would uh, I'd be surprised if we don't get a cameo in Venom. Maybe not. Maybe we might not see Venom in the MCU, if you know what I mean. But we might see mm. Tom Holland in Venom. Yeah, well, I mean Sony owns both the properties, so they, yeah, they could do that. Yeah. Yeah, and as long as it doesn't interfere with MCU, but then that ties the whole thing in. They're talking about having a Black Cat movie as well, which would be quite cool as well, as long as it doesn't go Catwoman. Like, um, but then no, Black Cat... It's, uh, it's Black Cat and... Silver Saber. Yeah. So that, that sets up a whole part of Spider-Man's universe that they wouldn't have time to do in the MCU, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. men back no way they're going to have time to focus on villains like Black Cat and Silver Sable and like Venom they might have got to at some point with Spider-Man but we're getting Black Cat and Silver Sable and Morbius like that's awesome like Morbius' story I love that in the comics do you remember that like it was the guy that was trying to save his wife mm-hmm. and ended up fucking him a bit like he's kind of like Lizard do you know what I mean but yeah um, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm so glad we're getting this these villains like do you know what would be badass like and I know I went on about it when I finished Spider-Man a Mr. Negative focused movie. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't, I don't know if I can see it happening. But, well, I suppose you could. You could have, like, uh, Aunt May working at, at the Feast Centre and. I mean, uh, they're obviously setting it up for the Sons of Six, like in the MCU. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But they've got Venom ready if they need Venom. Yeah. But he wasn't Sinister Six, really. Who was the original Six? It was uh, Electro, Doc Ock. Was it Rhino? Was he original? I don't know who was the original. Scorpion, Vulture, Vulture Scorpion, and Mysterio? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so that sounds about right. I could be wrong. There's been many versions of Sinister Six, but hmm. yeah, that would be awesome to see Sinister Six, but I, I just want to see him fight Venom Man like this movie. I can't say enough good things about it. A lot of the Rotten Tomato reviews um, were, uh, this is genuine, uh, Lady Gaga f- f- fans 
her movie was out at the same time, were creating accounts to write fake reviews for Venom to bring its score down. Because there's this website called CinemaScore that I sent you the picture of, and it gives an accurate score, more accurate than Rotten Tomatoes, which can be affected by douchebags. Um, and it got a B plus for Venom, which is a decent and like respectable score for it, I would say. And I, w- I would agree with B plus as being a score for it. Um, so definitely go and see Venom. I've ordered it for it. I got the HMV. This is this is to its credit. Like um, there was more people at the cinema seeing that than when I went to see Infinity War. Yeah, and I know Ayer's not a big judge of things, yeah. but there was more folks seeing that. Um, but yeah, um, the Zavi Steelbook sold out within like 10 minutes. Like I was weighing up that or the HMV win um, for the 4K. Went back to Zavi because I went, I'll get Zavi's win, sold out. So then HMV are doing a, they were doing a special edition with like art cards, a bonus comic and an exclusive Pop Funko figure. So I went with that one. I'm going to get that one. Um I, your original Sinister Six was Vulture, Electro, Craven the Hunter, Craven. Sandman, and uh, Doc Ock. Huh. Scorpion nope. wasn't part of it. He was right. I honestly thought Scorpion definitely was. Rhino was. Yeah, it's, it. it's weird. But there's been many versions of the Sinister Six, obviously. Like, in, even the game had a Sinister Six that wasn't the original. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, anyway, um, I absolutely recommend Venom. Like, go and see it. Go and see it at the cinema. It's definitely a good one to see at the cinema. There's no stupid 3D version of it, thankfully. Um, I think you'll have a good laugh at it. You don't have to watch 20 movies to get the backstory for it either. Um, that's not a dig at Infinity War, because the Marvel done it right. Like, it's mm-hmm. a good backstory, but you, you need no, no required reading before seeing Venom. Um, <laughs> so that was awesome. But I did also see another Marvel Landy that I hadn't seen. Um, another Marvel movie film. What a dick. <laughs> another Marvel movie. And uh, I hadn't seen this either. I'd missed it at the cinema because we got it a month late and mm. um, it was Ant-Man and the Wasp. And now you know my opinion on Ant-Man in the comics. Not the biggest fan. I know you love him. I really liked the first movie. I loved Scott Lang in it. I really thought he was funny. Um, this film, I, I don't think it was a really good um, it felt more standalone than the first one, even though we've already seen him in Civil War. Mm. Um, the whole plot just felt so boring. Like, they have to go and get Jan. Uh, he's in house arrest because of the Sokovia Accords. <laughs> Hank Pym and uh, Wasp, I don't know what's real name, her from Lost. Um, Evangeline Lilly. Yeah, but I don't know her name in the the, 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 the movie. It's Hope Van Dyne. Yes, so like they kind of aren't romantic anymore because they fell out with him because they didn't want him to go to Civil War or the fight at the airport, as I call it. Um, but the weird thing is, like, I, I don't understand it. Like, he didn't choose to go. It was as if Hawkeye kidnapped him. Like, remember, he was in the van, almost tied up. Um, I mean, he was sleeping. <laughs> yeah, he, but I don't know. He definitely wanted to go, like, because they, because uh, it was Falcon that reached yeah. out to him. Oh, yeah, because he said, I know a guy. Born. Yeah. Yeah, because he fought him. But, like, the first film's so much stronger than this one. Um, obviously, the end scene ties, obviously, into Infinity War. Um, but the rest of the movie was, like, by the numbers. Even that ghost character wasn't that exciting. 
Um, the, the most exciting character didn't get a lot of screen time. And that was Goliath. Like Lawrence Fishburne played uh, Bill Foster, obviously, and yeah. I want to see. I want to see more about him. And we didn't get a lot of him. Um, there was a lot more Honey I Shrunk the Kids style moments with giant stuff and like the van shrinking and the uh, the Pym Laboratories, is it? Or these building could shrink into like a suitcase with wheels, which was awesome. Mm-hmm. But the majority of the movie, like Tash and me, ended up on our phones, like going, "Oh, they're still trying to do that." Okay, nothing much has changed in the past twenty minutes of this movie. Then, so yeah, it it, it wasn't my least favourite Marvel movie but it, it, is, it wasn't as strong as the first film and definitely enjoyed Venom more but like it's such a shame because I, I really do what's that Paul Rudd I really love Paul Rudd like I think he's funny like I know you don't like Friends but he was so funny in Friends and um, he became obviously a main cast member in the last season of Friends right. but and because he marries Phoebe in that he ends up marrying Phoebe it's so funny the way he meets him because like Phoebe wants a date and Joey forgot to organise a date for her, but says that he did. And she says, what's your friend's name? And he says, Mike. And then he goes into like the cafe and just shouts, Mike. And Paul Rudd goes, yeah. And he goes, yeah, you'll do. And that's how he ends up meeting Phoebe. And Paul Rudd's just, I love his rubber-faced antics. Uh, I love grown-ups. I love everything that he's in, mostly. But this movie, even for a Marvel film that I was so excited for, the, the one cool thing they've done, and Marvel's down because they've done it with Robert Downey Jr. before, is the, the de-aging CGI. The Michael Douglas was incredible at the start of that as young Michael Douglas because there was a scene with Hope and him. I just uh, I know that I know that introduced was it the quantum verse they call it? Can't remember. Quantum realm, yeah. Quantum realm, yeah. I just don't. See, I keep thinking of it as the negative zone. Is that Fantastic Four? Um, yeah, that's the uh, that's Fantastic Four. That's the when they go through the portals and yep. that's where the prison is. Prison yes, Fortitude. prison Fortitude. Yeah, so I kept confusing it with that, but like. It didn't add much for me to the overall Marvel universe. It didn't even add much Scott Lang story for me. Hmm. It didn't push him forward as a character. It was just kind of more of the same as the first one, and it kind of falls along the like Guardians One was amazing. Guardians Two was good, but I don't think Guardians Two was as good as Guardians One. And I think this is the same that the initial Guardians movie was so good, and the initial Ant Man movie was so good. This one just. I don't know why it didn't didn't resonate with me. Um, I really hope when Black Panther two comes out, well, sorry, if it comes out, he will it will come out. Um, I really hope it's not, uh, you know, first time striking gold and second time you come up with copper. I don't know the best way to say it. Like, but honestly, I I really didn't enjoy this as much. It just felt like a long winded escapade. Like even the part in this. Have you seen this yet? Uh, no, no, I haven't seen it yet. There's a part in the school where, like, the the suit's malfunctioning. He can only grow to the size of, like, a kindergartner. And he's got a giant ho- hoodie on, but it's a normal size hoodie. And even that bit wasn't as funny as it wanted to be, you know, that way. But it was more like, yeah. huh, rather than me piss myself laughing, which I wanted from this movie because the first one was so damn funny. Um, so I, I was really disappointed by it. And I never thought that I would say I was disappointed by an Ant-Man movie with my feelings about Ant-Man, but I really wanted more from it. I wanted it to build an Ant-Man's world more. It didn't. It was the same team from the first one. Like, even Common was in it. The the can't remember the rest of the actor's name, but Common the rapper was in the first one as part of Scott's crew. Um, I don't know. The funniest moment is probably when he's got a company set up. He's like a security company, and obviously he's not been allowed out the house. He's in... He's the offices for the first time and like 
they've all got these massive like giant desks and he's got this tiny wee shitty one in the corner and he's like this is my desk and he's like hey you weren't here when we were picking desks he goes this is my company he goes yeah but you weren't here when you were picking desks so he's got this tiny <laughs> wee one and it's just got like on paper written and like childlike writing saying scotty as if that's his like nameplate and it's <laughs> that that was the funniest moment in the movie for me i just i thought it was very by the numbers and though i don't know you might enjoy it uh, i know you're weird with stuff you like and ant-man's you forgive a lot with ant-man but i i, I just really like the first one a lot more compared to this and by the end i was just drained like we actually checked oh my god it's got 20 minutes left it wasn't terrible like you got the same as the first one but my problem is it didn't like kind of like coming out of guardians 2 it's like it was good but it was just more of the same like I think a third Guardians it's just as well it's not happening now because I think that would have just been the same again like it's the problem with these kind of like Guardians have their own wee section of the Marvel Universe and Ant-Man's kind of in its own wee section you know like they can't widen their stories too much like Captain America can like with Civil War and stuff or Iron Man probably could in his or even Spider-Man now it just didn't work so it's a shame because I wanted so much more, but yeah, if I had to choose either of them, I'd, I'd go to more. Definitely. But nice. that's about all I want. Oh, I, I tell a lie. I, still, Game Season 7 came to Netflix and I hadn't really seen much of that and we finished watching it and it's such a funny show, man. Like, Season seven's so good. I don't know if you've watched that yet, but it's all on Netflix now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's all right. Yeah, see, the, we just watched the one tonight. It was the finale where they were blown up the flats in Craig Lang hmm. <laughs> I just thought that was really good we're like Naveed uh, at the party and stuff and they're like what were you drinking he's like orange juice and they're like aye tell yourself that <laughs> <laughs> so good um, but yeah uh, I haven't really watched too much apart from that uh, obviously the UFC was on watched Conor McGregor getting fucking beaten to shit and there was chaos afterwards but um, oh, what, what was the deal with that like there was well basically about it. well Conor McGregor you know he promotes fights by getting into the opponent's head plays his mind games well this time he was fighting Khabib who's a Russian he's from Dagestan and he was like criticising his religion calling his family traitors to Russia blah blah like getting photos with Vladimir Putin when he was over and like totally ripping it and it looked like he didn't get in Khabib's head and Khabib beat the shit out of him in that fight and then afterwards when Khabib had won one of Connor's teammates shouted something at him again. Khabib just had enough and jumped over the fucking octagon and just leaped in the crowd and started beating this guy. But because Connor had got into Connor threw, you remember the whole thing where Connor threw like a trolley at a bus to get Khabib out and smashed the window and everything. Mm-hmm. Like he went mental. It had been building for a while because like Khabib had also cornered Artem, who's one of Connor's friends, in a hotel when he was by himself, and that's why Connor went to the bus. But then, um. Khabib just like lost it and he's usually quite a calm guy and he's, he said his biggest worry was his dad going to smash him when he got home and then the, the, the Khabib's team jumped in the ring and punched Connor in the back of the head and stuff like that so yeah it was chaos man like it was just disgraceful to be honest with you you've just beat Connor what to do is pull the guy up and just go told you I'd beat him not jump the fence and punch the guy in the face but to be honest this guy had been putting up with Connor's shit for so long like he's a devout Muslim who doesn't don't drink and Connor's trying to force him to drink whiskey at the press conference and stuff so he's just been a complete knob um, as usual but instead of just taking it as normal the folk the, 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 the people he fight does like some of them get pissed off but it's to try and get in their head before they're in the ring Khabib just sat on it and then just let it explode after the fight so he might never fight again in the UFC but 
then again, all Dana, Dana White said he was disgusted, and I'm like, bull fucking shit. You used the bus attack when Connor threw the thing at the bus as part of the promos for this fight. Are you telling me that a rematch wouldn't make double what this did? Like, if you put Khabib jumping over the fence, like, <laughs> don't be stupid. Chris Pratt was actually at the fight, so it was like Mel Gibson, Rory McIlroy, the golfer. Um, but yeah, it was just mental, just absolutely crazy. The Tony Ferguson fight was much better than that anyway. So, um, but yeah, that's about all I watched this week. Um, yeah. So, what have you watched, Andy? The um, so see the 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 Conor McGregor fight, right? Yes. Against this guy. Do you think did this make more money than the the Logan Paul fight? Yes. Do you think so? They made like. Well, how much did the Logan Paul fight, mate? I don't know. Well, at the gate, I think it was like 17 million this fight took. And that's not including pay-per-view. How much money did it make? Definitely the Conor and Floyd fight made more. Um, Well, it says that... Apparently, the guy KSI, who's the guy that Logan Paul was fighting against, yeah. apparently he he made over eighty million pounds from his fight against. Yeah, but that doesn't tell you how much the fight itself. Hundred and fifty million. Did it? No way. Yep. Apparently. That's not that. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know about that. That's higher than like Mike Tyson numbers almost. Yeah, and yeah. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I don't know how accurate uh, that is, but I, there's, there's I don't know if that's accurate. I don't know. But anyway, that, it that was may, a it may, may have done. May have done. I mean, it was on YouTube, and it was like £7.50, and these guys have millions and millions of subscribers each, so... Yeah, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. Who cares? Anyway, I was just, I was just curious. Because, like, <laughs> it's just like two famous people getting around, like, how much money could you make? <laughs> It's like celebrity deathmatch, but real. Well, yeah, but hold on. Um, uh, uh, what did you search for that? Is it value? I don't, I don't know. Like, is it, I mean, it doesn't seem to be an official figure or anything like that. So, well, this just shows you, right? Mayweather's career ends before that, mate. Right, Mayweather earned 300 million for Connor, put it that way. Connor McGregor made 100 million for fighting him. Yeah, so I mean, the actual fight must make way, way more than that. Yeah, like, so revenue, that's what I'm looking for. Mayweather. It made two hundred and seventy-five million altogether. It fell short of six hundred. Yeah, Manny Pacquiao and Mayweather made six hundred million, but Floyd Mayweather and Connor. No, Floyd Mayweather made two hundred seventy-five million. What did the fight make? Four hundred forty-six million. Is what the McGregor Mayweather made? Four point three million pay-per-view buys. Hmm. Four hundred forty-six million. Right. So UFC two two nine. I know, I know Dana White said it made some like 17 million at the gate, which is a lot for a venue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, some of the tickets will be like a couple of hundred bucks, whereas, yeah. and some of them will be thousands, but. It did over 2 million. 
Khabib get paid two million for that. But his puss has been held because of his actions, obviously. Connor might get oh, two hundred yeah. million. Connor might get two hundred million for the pay per view sales. Hmm. Let's just see here. The 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 totals for the pay per view might not be in because it was only at the. Hmm. Uh, so they estimate that in pay-per-view sales the McGregor versus um, is between 160 and 2 million dollars in pay-per-view that's a lot of money man that's a lot of money yeah. okay, cool. not as much as the rocks getting off for <laughs> Um, aye. Um, aye, so uh, The Rock should go into that, <laughs> into UFC. Imagine The Rock against Conor McGregor. He's, he's not in shape. It would be a different weight class, obviously, but like he's he's not in shape. Oh, Rock, in, in the, whatever? The Rock's, like, just, the Rock's not a fighter. Fight. The Rock's not get any years of actual fight experience. He's got stunt training, that's it. But he could just smile at, at the guy and he would just... Like, just raise the people's eyebrows. <laughs> he would just melt. <laughs> I mean, you, you think wrestlers would do good, uh, but Ken Shamrock used to do well in it, but I mean, punk. He's been fucking leathered twice. Like, no, it doesn't always translate. You would think some of the more, like, the more agile guys would do would do well in the UFC. Bro- well, look at Brock Lesnar. I mean, he wasn't agile. Are you joking? Have you seen but Brock Lesnar when he was younger? Yeah, but, but he was agile. Right. I'm thinking he, more like the guy. He was he was UFC it. champion within like what two or three fights, and he he moved from WWE. I, I was more thinking like the like, the guys that used to do all the flips and that the Hardy the Hardy boys. The Hardy boys, yeah, they just retired. Well, Matt did anyway, yeah. But they're obviously too old now. But like like in their younger years, like yeah. doing all the flips and stuff. Yeah, Swanton Bomb. Swanton Bomb. Anyway, so I did watch a couple of things. Um, I watched the first episode of the new season of The Walking Dead. It was just boring, <laughs> like really boring. It, this kind of start of the episode was actually all right. Um, they were, it seemed like they were kind of trying to do like a Last of Us type thing because they were trying to rebuild this, this community now they've dealt with Negan essentially. And uh, they're, they're like they went to a museum to go and like get old tools to basically build new versions of these old tools. I'm like, okay, well, that's quite a good idea, and it was kind of interesting because it totally gave me like a Last of Us vibe because they're like riding through uh, this deserted he- uh, city and on horses. Yeah, but he had a, there was a horse in the first episode. So. Yeah, I know that, but like Andrew Lincoln's first season, last season. Yeah, but like it was, it was nice like to see that, and like it, it totally gave me like a Last of Us vibe. Um, Why is he leaving? I think he's he's probably fed up. He probably wants to do something else. That he's means they don't like, have a, that means they don't have a proper ending lockdown. Yet. Probably not. Who's going to take over as lead? Daryl. Yeah, it'll be Daryl, who's the most boring character. He didn't ever say anything. <laughs> he doesn't ever say anything with any like. Because he's too busy making video games. He pretty much just grunts. He goes, uh. Like, that guy's a really bad actor. He's, like... No, he, he, he can't act at all. <laughs> he's, I, don't, I don't see what people like about him. Look, I, I, seen, I seen a headline that um, 
What's his name? Punisher's coming back. Is Shane? He's dead. He was a zombie. He, he, he had a twin brother, though. Fucking didn't have a twin brother. Like that, that, that's <laughs> there was something it's like, about that. Oh, the, the, the last seven seasons were, were all a dream. Like, no, it might be a flashback. Like if Andrew Lincoln gets killed, it might be a flashback. Like he's going through stuff. Like maybe, but I mean, like the like the his characters kind of like Rex's characters kind of run its course in terms of the like the storylines that they can do with him. Because um, like his his son's dead in the show, and his uh, wife's dead. Um, he's got his his young daughter that's there now, but like she's kind of grown up like off ca- off camera. Like you've not really. Seen him do very much fathering to her at all. Awesome so storytelling. It's like, <laughs> but I mean, I do, I do like reckon like yeah. If if it's Daryl that takes over, you're like, how's he gonna like lead the group? He's got like absolutely no charisma for like a leadership role. All he, all he, you know what all he does is he's probably good make at... one of the the probably make one of the women. Maybe, but um, like Maggie's supposed to be leaving as well. So, like, uh, what's her name, Lauren Cohen? Like she's supposed to be leaving too, so she's the, like the kind of like head woman. So I don't know what they would who they would put as the lead. Well, I don't think any of the actors there have the charisma to be the lead. Be like Daryl looks cool riding a bike, and he looks cool like shooting a crossbow at a zombie. But anytime when he speaks, you're just like, uh, yeah, you're you're only saying like two or three words. It's like, eh, eh, or no, Rick said that was bad. <laughs> like, like that sort of thing. But yeah, but yeah, it was really. You should, it was you, really should you should be in the Walking Dead. Yeah, I, I would probably fit right in, like uh, <laughs> telling some boring story about something. Like, yeah, I used to watch this show. It was called The Walking Dead. It was really boring. <laughs> that probably be more entertaining than uh, than the actual TV show. But yeah, I, th- I think what they might do is they, if they're killing off like, or if they're getting rid of Rick and uh, and uh, Maggie, they might end up with Negan being the lead. Which I think would be fine because, like the guy uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan that plays him is actually like he's a good actor, and he has a lot of charisma and he's an entertaining person to watch, and I would be totally fine with that. But I don't know, we'll see. Um, I also watched um, the latest episodes of Better Call Saul. Did Did you see these ones? I'm like four behind the finale. I think. Um, I don't know if it was the finale this week, but um. I did. What today's episode? Yeah, today's episode was the finale. Yeah, yeah, something did happen right at the end. It was like okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give you I'll give you a hint as to the not this week's episode, but last week's episode. No, that's obvious though. But yeah, uh, but yeah, better host always really good. I'll, I'll not spoil it. I'll wait to talk to you about it once. Uh, once you've caught up, I've caught yeah, really, up, yeah. really good. Um, the other thing that I watched today was I watched the the first purge. Oh, I've not seen it yet. So I was kind of like we'd been kind of looking forward to watching this after we'd watched like the other three purge movies and, and yeah, especially what the second and third one like really enjoyed them. Um, I didn't like this one anyone near as much. No, no. I, Are you going to try the TV shows? I'm definitely going to watch the TV show, yeah. I wanted to watch the this movie before I watched the TV show, though. Um, I don't yeah. know how it all ties in or anything like that, but like chronologically, the movie came out first before the TV show, so I wanted to have definitely seen that first. Um, but this movie, like you know how in the 
in the first three movies, it's kind of all from like, sort of like from a white guy's perspective. Oh, yeah. Like this movie's just like from a black guy's perspective, effectively. Is that why you don't like it? Even racist. And that's not that's not why I didn't like it, but <laughs> it just it felt completely different, like tonally, from the other three movies. So it felt like a completely different franchise. Which was very strange okay. considering it's like the same the same writer, same director, yeah, the same writer and different like director, that. different director. The guy that I, I, wrote, uh, wrote them three, and he wrote the TV show, but he didn't direct this one. I think it's one of those he directed the first episode of the TV show, but just wrote the rest. Hmm. But yeah, I, I really didn't like the way that they, they did this movie. There was some really bad cuts in it where it's like it seemed like they cut away halfway through a scene, right? Because like they started to explain something and then. Like a sentence ended and then he just went away somewhere else and never went back to it. I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's very strange. I think the thing I didn't like the most was the there was like a guy in it who was like the head of the new founding fathers, you know, the the government type people in this, and uh, I really didn't like him. And his acting was terrible. And he, this is a, a white guy, um, and I, I didn't like his character or acting in it at all. The uh, I, I don't I can't remember the main guy's name was in it, but he was really good. Um, as good as Frank Grillo, though, because I love. Him. Um, I would say probably better. Like, I probably enjoyed this guy's character more because right. he was like, he was actually like, cool. he was like a gangster type guy who was like running his crew and like somebody tries kind of tries to kill him, and uh, then he's like, oh, like these people are kind of going up against us. We need to like defend the, the innocent people that are still kicking about, and he having his crew kind of like go out and like try start trying to help people. Mm-hmm. so like I like that like that that part of it worked well for me but like a lot of the uh, outside of that guy like I thought all the acting in the movie was awful like I don't, I don't know that necessarily this guy was amazing but just compared to everyone else they were terrible like his acting was like on the level of like being in Black Panther like that that's how good this guy was in comparison to everyone else in the movie and I don't know I don't know what his name was but um, but he was really good um, so I li- liked him but the rest of the movie felt very, very flat for me. Uh, and that's all, all I watched. Didn't watch anything else. So, we'll move on to uh, and this is part of the show where we talk about all the games we've played this week and the video game news. So, Andy, what's been happening in the video game news? So, strangely, because the PlayStation Plus games for October just came out last week, the November PlayStation Plus games got announced is the first time I think they've ever done this announced like the game's way way in advance like this apart from when uh, the PS4 was launching and they announced that Drive Club would be a launch PS Plus game for everybody <laughs> and we know, all remember how that panned out oh yeah that that game was delayed by a year <laughs> um, but yeah uh, the, the Playstation Plus games are going to be Bulletstorm and uh, Yakuza Koami on the uh PS4 didn't say anything about the PS3 or Vita ones um, so that's the remastered Bulletstorm on the PS4 would you play Bulletstorm again? Um, no I mean I might dabble in it it was a fun game uh, I mean I would have to probably buy the Duke Nukem pack to get enjoyment out of it because obviously they had a Duke Nukem in it yep. but again I've, I finished it on Xbox like 10 years ago or so. yeah I don't know it might be fun to like do it because I used to just like kicking people into things and then it would 
t- it would tell you like because remember anytime when you killed somebody it would give you like a it would give you points and it would give you like a sort of title for your kill I forget what, I forget what it was the like the actual things were called but like anytime when you killed somebody it was like oh sweet kill or like whatever whatever it was kick kill or I, I can't remember how they how they termed it but they were all funny um, so I would do that for probably 20 minutes and then not play it again and uh, Yakuza Kiwami we've obviously already been playing it anyway yeah and it is a good game like so anybody that's not bought that already then just wait and get it on plus that's why they don't announce these like now because like, or early because then people nobody's going to buy those two games like this month yeah because they know they're getting them in November anyway um, okay, uh, rumor, rumors about the new Switch are abound, and it looks like uh, there's potentially a new Switch model it, coming out. It will be called the new Switch. <laughs> Fucking probably, yeah. Um, and it's apparently possibly going to feature an improved display and things like that. The I don't know that... I think they need to do like a revision to it to eliminate the issues that the first Switch model has had. From people playing in dock mode, like the bending and the uh, the cracking and stuff like that, they need to obviously like stamp that out. And that is a technically a hardware revision, but if that's all it is, then it's not really a like a new model switch. Do you would you buy another switch? Do you need another no. one? No. <laughs> I would buy a new dock. Yeah. Um, I'm tempted to buy a new Switch next year. Right. Because just so that me and Bethany could play, all of us, so that me and Bethany could play like the games against each other or like co-op with each other, like both in handheld, and not have to fuck about with like syncing controls and all that. But I don't know. I think Mario Party is going to be the the one that tips it towards it. Because, you, you know, like with Mario Party, you can sort of hook two Switches together in some weird way. And, like, that looks really cool. And I, I kind of want to try that. And the fact that you can't do that unless you've got two Switches. Like, How do you yeah. come up with these episode names? Hey, I just, like, I, basically what I do is I go and I listen to a bit of the episode. And then I pick, like, a funny thing that one of us says in it. It's flippity blobs on top of flippity blobs. You actually said that in that episode. <laughs> Did I? What was I talking about? The Martian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, science like, okay. talk. Yep. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I'll, I'll just go and I'll listen to the I bet the episode and I'll, I'll see what kind of like stands out to me and go, oh, that, <laughs> like, that gave me a laugh, I'll put that as the title. See, when I read that, I went, that's obviously something... <laughs> That's obviously somewhat, and um, you can't have everything. Sorry, I thought that's obviously something you'd say because it sounds like an Andy comment, but no, no me describing no. science stuff. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah, a new switch could be on the cards for uh, for us next year. Um, Monster Boy has been delayed to de- December the fourth. I think it's a delay of like about a month. So yeah, fair enough. Um, big news for Switch this week though. The Switch is getting an awesome game, probably. This will be probably one of the best games on the system. Uh, it's getting the uh, the room coming to the Switch. Now, is it just the room one? 
at the moment, but I would imagine the rest of them won't be far behind. Um, they've also optimised it and changed some of the controls. So, like, at some mm-hmm. parts, you have to turn the Joy-Con and stuff, which, to me, is awesome. Like, that game's brilliant with touchscreen, but see, to add this, will feel like a fresh way of playing it. I, I love the room. I love the stories. I finished the room 1, 2, and 3. Um, didn't finish the room Old Sins or New Sins, whatever the fourth one was called. Mm-hmm. Yeah, was it, was it a prequel one or something? Prequel kind of sort yeah. of side tale almost. I'm not sure because obviously I never finished it, so it could have been a sequel. I'm not sure. And I, I think it was a prequel. Room, and I finished room three. I got stuck at it. And I, I so good. I, I love. I, I hated that getting to the. Oh, you get one of many endings. I'm like, oh, I see where that mm. could have went because I finished the game with some items inventory, and I'm like, why didn't I use them? And then ah, right, obviously there was alternative routes. So I love it, and I haven't played the room in years, so. I'll get this again. It's only like five ninety nine as well, so that's a brilliant price for it. Wait, when is it out? Did they give a release date for it? No, not yet. But Team Seventeen's publishing it. I know that. Oh no, they, no, they did. Um, October eighteenth, yeah. so it's uh, next nine week. days away. So yeah, pretty much oh, a week. I'll get that again. Next one. Um, I don't know if I'll necessarily buy it like uh, day one or anything like that, but like I'll probably get it at some point. The um, I would like them to do like to do a physical release with the trilogy on it. That would be cool. Interesting that it's only come to Switch though, and not like PS4 or Xbox One. But I mean, it is. It was built for a touch. For a touch screen, yeah. So it's probably, and I know they've ported it to Steam, um, already. So it it will work okay on on consoles and whatnot, like the Xbox One and the PS4. But uh, I think a port to Switch is probably easier for them to do. Yeah. Um, Telltale news again. Telltale is uh, now seemingly ra- laid off pretty much the rest of its staff that it had um, and related to that uh, Robert Kirkman who's like the creator of The Walking Dead has announced that his company which is uh, Skybound have taken over the remainder of The Walking Dead final season um, from Telltale and they're going to finish it off and put out the last two episodes of the game and they are going to be working with members of the team who worked on the game don't know how many or like who or whatnot, but yep that's that's good that it's going to be finished don't know quite how that's going to work with like money and stuff. To like, the yeah, did you say people. Robert Robert Kirkman's going to step in, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, it's his uh, it's his company Skybound. Because what was it? he said that there's no way we can wreck uh, Andrew Lincoln and um, Clementine. Clementine going in the same year. Yeah. Yep, and I mean she might very well die in the story. To be fair, so. Um, True. But to have her story left untold, I think, is a bit of a disservice to uh, like to his creation and uh, and he's probably seen it as like a a stain on the quote unquote good name of the walking dead and he's like no no we need to like we need to make this right because there's a lot of people who are like big fans of the the walking dead games and because uh, i mean a lot of people have asked like Kirkman to put clementine like in the comics and like in the tv show as well and he's he's never done it so um, right, other news. Uh, Sony's shutting down servers on Mod Nation racers and sound shapes. Oh well. Um, I, think I, sound, <laughs> I think it's sound shapes on the PS3 and PS4 and Vita, which is an interesting one. Because sound shapes is like, it's the, it's, it, it's like a crazy platinum game, like because you can cross buy it, like it's a cross buy game, right? And if you get the platinum on one one console then you can just go and sync all the trophies basically and get the platinum on two other platforms so like 
because I, I remember I finished and platinumed it on the on the Vita, and then just synced it to PS3 and PS4, and then popped all the trophies, including all of the DLC trophies. But so that it was like you, there was over a hundred trophies for that game for one version. So you get like three hundred trophies for getting all three of them, which is just mad. I know you don't care about trophies, but uh, if if you do if you do want to get all the sound shapes ones, uh, I think you're out of luck now. Um, PSN name changes might be finally on the way. This is, uh, do you know, what? I I heard about the, uh, uh, you know, they're obviously not doing PSX this year. Mm-hmm. Because see, last year at PSX, um, they asked one of the execs about name changes and when they were coming, and and they said they were kind of vague about it, but they said that um, I hope that you don't have to ask me this uh, same next question year. at the at the next PSX. <laughs> and and, uh, and I think if they do the P- if they did PSX this year, someone would ask them. Someone would ask them, and they haven't they haven't figured it out yet. But there's been some like uh, back end stuff that apparently like some developers have been working on. Because um, I'll definitely change my name on it, so I'm gonna be everything I, but PlayStation. I don't I don't know if I would change my name. You don't really need to. I don't I don't really need to, but I mean, my name doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> like. It's not like Damien14273 is like, yeah. But I mean, that's my Twitter handle and it's my Xbox gamer tag. So like if I'm going to, that's because like that was my PlayStation thing. So I just made all the other things the same. So if I was going to change the PlayStation one, I'd kind of have to change everything else. And I mean, the only thing I would like even change it to would be like Andy42, which it doesn't really... I don't really know if I like the ring of that <laughs> as, a, <laughs> as a handle. Like it's not very interesting. I don't know. Damien one forty seven three is particularly interesting, but I don't know. I've been saying it for years, so I'll probably just stick with it. Um, the game Descent is getting a reboot, and it's coming to Switch. I don't remember Descent. Is it was it an arcade one? Yeah, it was on PlayStation. It wasn't arcade. No, it's kind of like a first person or third. I can't remember. It was a ship. Game. Oh, like a shmup. But it was obviously it went down the way you were going through and stuff. Right. Well, obviously, yeah, it's called Descent. Is it like The Core? The movie The Core? Can't remember the movie. It's the movie where they basically made a train and then bored it into the ground and it, they went into the Earth's core. No, that's Gears of War 2. Oh, yeah. But th- that movie's good. Like really good. Um, okay, um, someone has built a Nintendo Wii inside a breath mint tin. Yeah. Why would you do that? It's just silly. Uh, okay, very good. How? Well, you'd have to hack the games though, because you're not going to put the disc in it. I don't. Anyway, yeah. I mean, yeah. Hacking. Um, okay, there's a story came out this week about uh, Ronaldo, who is the uh, the cover star of obviously FIFA 19. Um, Ronaldo's a footballer and he plays for Juventus at the moment. And the, he, basically, someone came out and accused him of raping them years ago. And he, <laughs> do you know what his he's response been, was? He's been he's been taken off the cover. He's not been taken off the cover because like the copies are already printed out there. He's been taken off of their marketing for it right yeah. now 
like the other digital marketing for it, which is fair enough because like I mean they don't know what's going to come of this, so they're kind of like removing him for the time being, and then if if he's found innocent or whatever, then they'll add, just add him back in. But they don't they don't want to be obviously associated with it for the moment. Um, however, <laughs> the the thing that I found actually really funny about the story was like Ronaldo's response to it. Because like he tweeted out like in response to it, and he's just like, "Ah, it's fake news." <laughs> yeah, it's not actually though, because the Germany, the payment that he gave the woman to stay quiet, and it has Ronaldo's full police statement or statement that he made to the lawyers while they were doing it, and because the woman's now got PTSD after the incident, mm. she's never been the same. Um, the lawyers say that the payoff doesn't count, even though she signed a disclaimer and stuff. So yeah, fuck them. It's like one of those weird things where like. If it was dealt with years ago and like and he was found guilty or not guilty or whatever, um, but I, I don't think it ever went to court. No, he paid it off outside of court. Yeah, paid off outside of court, and whether or not like he did rape her or not, who knows? Like, there's only two people that know that. Like, no one else will ever know that, regardless of what anyone says. See, if I was famous, right, and someday and I was innocent, I wouldn't pay anybody. I'd be like, I'll see you in court. Let's do it. Yeah. But I mean, the because is, like, so the minute you pay somebody off, you look guilty. You do regardless. look guilty, yeah. But but the thing is, like, if you end up going being dragged through months and months of court, like you're gonna get a lot of people just thinking that you're guilty because someone's saying that, even if you're I not guilty. I wouldn't care out of principle. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't like. Obviously, I don't know Ronaldo and whether or not he's uh, he's a, he seem he seems like a like a nice guy. He gives a lot of money to charity and stuff like so that. Did Rolf at this has. point. I don't think Rolf Harris gave any money to charity. Like, I unless it was children's, unless it was yeah. children's charities. Yeah, but that's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, uh, I assume we'll find out about this in due course. But yeah, fuck knows. Um, I would, I would guarantee though that he's not the cover star next year. No. Is that's what two years in a row, three years. In? Um, I'm not. I'm not sure. Like, but they they pay a lot of money to obviously. Like, well, it was it was it was last year's cover star. So two years in a row at least. They'll have somebody like one of the new up and comers be at next year, like Neymar or something like that. I mean, if you look at like Messi, like Messi's been in trouble for shit. Like not like raping somebody, but like he's you know, like uh, really bad stuff for uh, tax fraud and all this. Like over in Spain, like you nearly got the jail for tax fraud. <laughs> That's not even on the same level. Um, no, but it's still like crime. And like what EA <laughs> said is like, That's no, not e- even. EA said like they basically expect their uh, their cover athletes to be ambassadors. Like, yeah, I wouldn't say tax evasion is that bad. Yeah, I, I mean they've had like other people like on Madden covers and stuff like that before that have like beaten their wives and stuff. So. And basketball That's different from dodging tax. There's different levels of crime. Do you not get that? Like, <laughs> crime is crime. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, we'll, we'll see what happens with Ronaldo. Anyway, it's it's not worth talking about anymore because it's not like really, it's not really a video game thing. Um, Nintendo have come out and said that they want to be an entertainment company. Like, yeah, they're they're already doing that. This was why they're like making movies and stuff like this is why there's a Mario movie coming makes sense and uh, Nintendo's also filed a patent for a Game Boy a Game Boy case which is compatible with touchscreen devices now you've got something that's like this already don't you yeah Hyperkin brought one out so they've obviously seen success of that 
um, mm. and they're going to bring out their own because they shut down their own sites. It would make complete sense, like if they brought out like a Game Boy library, like they did for the NES for the Switch, and you could just download it and pay for games, like a bit like what Sega Classics are doing. You yep. seen them? They're free, or if you want ad free, it's two pounds. Like um, I'm heavily considering that. Uh, Sega Saturn controller, you know the wireless one that comes with the adapter for yeah. Sega Classics. Like that's that's twenty eight quid. I might I might end up getting it, but like um, if Nintendo bring out this, then I'll probably go for that as well because the Hypercon one works really well. It's such a good idea. Like I quite so does that one work with your your new phone, the Hypercon? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 expandable. It's not just for one phone. Like the I bought the USB C version, but there is a USB version. Um, but like. It's not set to one size, like you can adjust it. So yeah, it works with a new phone, but um, Nintendo need to basically copy the design. But it would make sense that they've shut down their ROM sites that they've got this. But there's no way the collection they can release is obviously as varied as ROMs when some of the games aren't available anymore. And even Nintendo don't have license to put them out anymore. But yeah, I'd be interested in it, depending on how they yeah. do it. Because obviously the Hyper can put actual Game Boy cartridges in the back as well. I think that this thing, like, the design of it looks more like an actual Game Boy than, like, what the Hyperkin one does. Because, obviously, you've kind of got that, like, it's the bottom half of a Game Boy and then the top half is just the screen of your phone. But this one looks more like it sort of goes around your phone. So it would yeah, be like, kinda, like, like a, a shell. Case. Yeah, like a shell almost that you would put your phone into and then you'd be able to play it as, as, the, uh, as the controller and whatnot. And I, I think that is much more appealing to me than... Like the the one that you've got, so I I I wait and see what it actually looks like when it comes out. But see if they do a see through purple one, I guarantee you I'll fucking buy one. Like it's like the Game Boy color. Yeah, you know. The, the, I like the solid purple color was nicer. The I like the translucent purple one. That's the that's the Game Boy color that I had back in the day. And like see, I they brought, purple. Yeah, exactly. So like it's a it's a nostalgia thing completely. But if they brought that out in that color, I would hundred percent buy it. Aside from that, I don't know if I would. Would I actually play Game Boy games on my phone? Probably not. <laughs> Except for Survival Kids. If that's on this, then 100%. Yes, I will get it. Because I would, I would really want to play that again. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo's also one of the most globally recognised brands of 2018. Of course it is. Like, Makes sense. Uh, Billy Mitchell, who was the guy who was the, the star of King of Kong and was found to have cheated in some of his uh, yeah. high schools, or a lot of his high schools, um, which ended up in him basically being stripped of all his high schools completely, um, even if they were legit. Um, he is apparently aiming to reclaim his Donkey Kong high score. Yeah, right. we'll see. So is this him trying to like redo the score that he got back in the day, or yeah. like get the title now? Cause get the title now. So if he's trying to get the title now, he's going to, need to get a lot better because the people that have done it now are like far better. They're, they're far better than what he ever was, or even like the guy, the other guy that was in that movie. Like they've way surpassed those guys at this point. Uh, Capcom's announced a Mega Man live-action Hollywood movie because, of course, they have. Mm-hmm. Would, would you see a Mega Man movie? Like, see that working? No, <laughs> no, definitely not. No. Unless it's although, CGI. I mean, Steam Boy, did you ever see that? Like, the anime? No. Like, that movie was good. And it was kind of like Mega Man. Like, in fact, it was very like Mega Man. It was like a wee... Oh, sorry, Ast- Astro Boy, was it? Astro Boy or Steam Boy, one of the two. Which, whichever one it was, it was a really good movie, and it was like an anime. Yeah. Hmm. Um, 
Okay, uh, elementary school students in, in Japan use the, uh, their 3DS as their main music what? player. What? <laughs> Uh, why don't they use the phone is my question <laughs> like why would you also need a DS to play your music if you've got a fucking phone which I mean, they must be old enough to have a maybe they're not old enough to have a phone maybe that's it and they're only allowed a 3DS and you can 3DS is obviously expandable in SD card so and I, I didn't even realise that you could put music on it to be fair like if you ever put yeah, music I, on a 3DS I wouldn't no no <laughs> Oh, you don't need to. I, w- I wouldn't bother. Uh, right, Limited Run Games is uh, set to release their first and only Wii U game. <laughs> what? What yeah. game is it? They didn't say, but they also said that it was somebody that done them out of money. The story in... Like... Hmm. Yeah, so... But... Whatever this game is, like they haven't said yet, but uh, this game is going to be the rarest Wii U game. So if you want to collect Wii U games, then this is your only chance to buy it when it uh, when it gets uh, un- uh, uh, released. They haven't even given a date for it yet, but just keep an eye keep an eye out for that with limited run. I didn't think they would go to the Wii U to be honest, but okay. They said they're going to make no money from it. Yeah, I suppose even if they sell out of everything, like they they'll have a limited amount of like cash. No, they, they said it, so. no. They said they'll make no money from it, even the more. They... Yeah. This. Which uh, is mental. Right. Yeah, which so is uh, it's pretty mad. But they've obviously got gotten to the point where it's like they've spent enough money on it that they might as well release it. It's not going to cost them that much more to get it over the line, and they will be able to recoup some of their cost in it. So. Um, okay, Nintendo is uh, adding some more games to the Switch Online NES library. Great. I own them all. Um, so they're adding Solomon's Key, see, see, even, Nez, I don't even like Golf and Super Dodgeball. I don't even like the look of that library. It looks so like tacky. Uh, I don't mind the actual like layout of the app. I just don't like any of the games on it. Like I tried a good whack of them for about a minute each. I'm like, yeah, this is an old shit game. I don't want to play this. I mean, like, Zelda's good. And, like, the Mario games are good. But I've played them all before. I don't need to play them again. And that NES Zelda is not as good as uh, Golden Axe Warrior on the Master System. So, does that as well. Uh, Hori's releasing a new range of Pokemon Let's Go Eevee and Let's Go Pikachu uh, Switch accessories. So, you're getting cases and game case holders and sticker sets and all that sort of shit will you buy any of these no no me neither <laughs> nope no interest uh, and probably some new wild controllers I would imagine as well uh, there's going to be a lot of accessory garbage over the years for the for the Switch do you know I saw that they're uh, doing a drum this week Ali did you see this the drum yeah, that, yeah I've seen that it's for a game yeah yeah it's like the, it's some Japanese drumming game <laughs> that uh, was out on I think it was the Wii it came out on, or it's like maybe even GameCube, but it came with like a drum, plastic drum thing that you could plug in, and the Switch version is getting a plastic drum thing that you can plug in as well. So I'll probably buy that. Like that, that appeals to me. I used to like uh, really like Donkey Konga. Did you ever play that? No. 
you see, like I, I obviously like play the drums, so I like the idea of being able to have like a drumming thing. But yeah, um, Amazon is uh, apparently making an MMO, and the some some of the gameplay footage was leaked <laughs> on to <Yep>. Pornhub. <laughs> yeah, which <laughs> is pretty funny. Like, uh, it's a strange place for it to appear, but I think it's very easy to upload shit to Pornhub. I've never done it myself, but I um from what some some of the things I've seen on there, like they're just <laughs> like how did this get here? <laughs> but yeah, so uh, MMO. I, I mean, who's looking for that on when they're on Pornhub? Recently added. Recently added. Amazon MMO footage. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's funny. Uh, no Man's Sky's now got motorbikes in it. Great. Cool. Uh, I still haven't gone back to No Man's Sky no. again recently. After digging my giant hole and digging out my spaceship, that was fun. I did like doing that, but it's that's the type of game that I might jump back into every so often when I, when I want to just be on a planet and take off and then go and land on another planet and then... Yeah, but there's a new game coming out that will do that. Yeah, that's true. Next week, next week I won't need to... I won't need it. No one's no. anymore. No, and it looks like probably the best Star Fox game ever as well. Yeah, it, it, that looks really good. Um, it says Starlink that we're we're talking about it comes out on the the sixteenth, so it's uh, next Tuesday it comes out. And I, I've pre-ordered. Like I can't wait to play. It looks amazing. I've actually done a poll that we'll talk about once you've done the new. Okay. Um, there was some DOS attacks this week on uh, Final Fantasy fourteen and a bunch of uh, Ubisoft games, including really strangely Assassin's Creed Odyssey on day one. Like, cause uh, cause I was trying to log into the like the Ubisoft store on Odyssey the day it came out, and <laughs> it was like, nope, 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 wouldn't work. Cause I was trying to like, you know, you get like the codes for costumes. Yes bundled with the game like the, the bullshit things but they always give you that little bit of help in the in the beginning part of the game before yes. you and and then they maybe they maybe are useful for an hour and then you get a weapon that's better than them and then they're pointless um so like i redeemed the codes and then went to go and download them like add them to my sort of game and it wouldn't let me do it like in the game and i was like oh wonder why that is and then I, and then i read up this new story i'm like okay it must be from that yeah, that's that's what it was. It's uh, they've obviously resolved that since then. There's a company called Kairosoft, which is bringing a bunch of its games to the Switch, including Game Dev Story, which was apparently very good. I, I never played that; it was out on PC, but it looks alright. I don't know if it's. I mean, it's kind of a good platform to have it on, like Switch. But I don't know if I'm into Game Dev Story. Maybe. Uh, Limited Run is doing Outlast and its sequel in physical form on Switch. They've obviously done it already on, uh, oh, not Limited Run, but they they've obviously put out Outlast and oh, I can't remember what the sequel was called. Outlast. What was the second one called? Outlast Two. Was it just Outlast Two? Yeah, because they put it out in a package called Outlast Trinity, which had Outlast. Yeah, it was Outlast Two. Outlast Two and Outlast Whistleblower, which was the DLC for the first game. Yeah. Um, Capcom has confirmed that Monster Hunter's getting a live action movie. It's too many video game movies getting announced. I'm quite worried. Like these are all going to be garbage, all of them. 
Uh, PlayStation now has added some more new games, uh, including Elder Scrolls Online and Sniper Elite 4, being the kind of big ones. Any interest in PlayStation now yet, Ali? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about it in like in the, in the what we've been playing because because I've I've done a, a little bit this week. Um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey's physical sales were down twenty five percent on uh, Origins, but that's probably made back up by the digital sales. I would have expected the digital sales to be a lot higher than on Origins because a lot of people have moved over to. Digital now over physical. I bought the game physical though. Um, and the chart for the UK chart for this week was as follows: uh, number ten, Grand Theft Auto Five; number nine, Project Cars Two; um, eight, Crash Bandicoot Trilogy; seven, Tekken Seven; six, Shadow Tomb Raider; five, Super Mario Party. Uh, obviously new. Um, four, Marvel Spider Man; three, Forza Horizon Four. Two Assassin's Creed Odyssey and one FIFA 19. Interestingly, with Forza, Forza Horizon 4 sold more copies than Forza Horizon 3 in its first week. Yeah, physical. Like the fact that it's on Game Pass, that's weird. Yeah, it's strange. Because you would have thought there would be a drop off like from people going, oh, Forza Horizon 4, I don't need to buy it, I can just get it on Game Pass. Like, But no, a lot of more people still seem to have bought it. But it could just be that. Like more people have Xbox Ones now. I don't know. Uh, but they said, and Microsoft also did say that uh, this they've seen a huge uplift in uh, Game Pass subscriptions and engagement with it. So mm-hmm. I think that's good. Yeah, that's the that's the one that Taco no Taj Sujin. I can't say that, but I'll buy that game at some point because <laughs> it looks <laughs> weird. I have played it before on the on the GameCube. Like uh, uh, me and Mark played it at Play Expo. Last year, yeah, and it was it was quite fun. It was really hard, but it was fun. Um, right, Microsoft is doing a streaming service, which is going to let you play your Xbox One games on your smart device, so like your phone, your tablet, your PC, whatever. What What do you make of this? I'll never use it. So, like, if they say let you have it on your phone and play your games on your phone, would you not use it? Well, my f- no. <laughs> what if it's free? Well, I've got, I, I, I don't need to. But then again, I don't know. Man, and it's too bad in the house to even comment on this story. Well, okay, like let's let's say say you've got good internet. Like, I'd be tempted, like, obviously, because like at night, um, when it's been Tasha, I watch, I'm not playing out of the PlayStation and my Xbox. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I want to play an Xbox game, but I don't. So I would maybe, if I could, like, stream it to my telly up here or my tablet, or, then... Or your tablet, yeah, like, because like, obviously you've got, what, like, a you've got, like, a keyboard thing for your tablet or, like, a, at least a stand for it, eh? Oh, I've got the keyboard stand for this for you. Yeah, so, like, if you could, say, pair your Xbox controller to your tablet, stream it onto that, like, play it in, say, table, like, tabletop mode like we would do Switch. Yes, but I would probably go for that, yeah. Because they haven't said anything, like, about pricing for this, but I think this is going to be free. Like, I think it's going to be free as long as you, like, have Xbox Live Gold and, like, say, Game Pass or whatever. Like, I don't see them charging you for this. Like, if you're yeah, going to let you play your, own, play your games, 
like wherever because Microsoft has been big recently about like wanting you to be able to play your games wherever and what's yeah. the way that they can engage with us best just making it free to everybody and obviously just you buy your games as normal and then if you own the game you can stream it to wherever and I think that would be genius and I think they would make a lot of money off doing that because imagine you could just you wouldn't even need an Xbox like to do it you could just log into your Xbox account like on your phone or your tablet and go oh I want to play the new Halo day one boop bought download or not download bought stream it there we go and obviously if you do ever buy an Xbox then you can download it when you buy it I think that's what they're going for and like that is I think genius and you know how they've said they're doing like multiple new Xboxes yeah I think one of them is just going to be a stick that you plug in and it's going to let you stream stuff and now obviously it's not going to be as high fidelity as what you would get off your standard Xbox and it won't play discs it will just be the streaming stuff but if that's mm-hmm. free then <laughs> I don't know I think you're on a winner um, yeah. I, would, I would reckon that their streaming stick will only do like limited things in terms of the other stuff that Xboxes can do like it might just be just for games like it won't do like Netflix or whatever but that, I think this is smart because imagine if they put out the Xbox Scarlet or whatever it's called and it's just a stick and it's 50 quid that's it <laughs> and you've got your Xbox One games for 50 quid like I think that's that's kind of mind blowing for people whereas if you're buying a PS5 it's going to be 500 easy because Sony won't do this no but I reckon that's what we'll do cool um, 2K Sports has uh, apparently made substantial contributions to NBA Playgrounds Two or UK? Yeah, they have. Yeah, which is cool. But the best part of the news is obviously Michael Jordan in the game. Nice. Is Bugs Bunny in the, also in the game? <laughs> no, but the Space Jam Two rumors are still abound. Yeah. Oh no. Have they not? They've announced it now. Yeah, Space Jam yeah. was announced. Yeah, and it's what? Uh, is Kobe Bryant on it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. If, I don't really have a inkling for Kobe Bryant, <laughs> like no. Michael Jordan, like that. Like at the time when that. It's came not out, Kobe like, Bryant. Kind of, no, it's LeBron James. Is it not LeBron James? Same like, it's whoever the big basketball guy is. I don't know. I don't follow basketball. Scotty Pippen is he still playing? <laughs> no. Dennis Rodman. That's that's <laughs> all the basketball people that I know. I he's, don't know any other. He's now like half a woman or something. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know any of the other basketball players. That's the only ones I know. Um, right. Uh, Sony has uh, finally gone on the record to say that they are working on a successor to the PS4 console, which you would assume it's going to be the PS5. Like, I don't think that they would call it anything else. But yeah, this is them for the first time officially saying, yeah, we're working on a new console. Cool. And it's heavily rumoured that it's going to be backwards compatible, which... I think it has to be at this point. Like, I think if they put it out and it's not backwards compatible, like, that's that's a problem. Yeah. I think it's... I think it, it was different on the, the last gen because it had different architecture and stuff like that. And people have kind of given them a pass for it with all the remasters. But there's no fucking way that I'm buying another remaster of Kingdom Hearts or Final Fantasy VII or whatever 
Shenmue. <laughs> True. It's just, there's no way that you can get away with doing that two generations in a row. Like, oh yeah, we've uh, ported this game. Like, you, I know you've already bought it twice, but buy it again. Like, no, no, no. I'm not doing that. Although Nintendo seems to be getting away with it, okay. Uh, Hellblade is coming out physical on December the 4th to Xbox One and PS4. Uh, you, you never ever picked this one up yet, did you? No, did you? No, I didn't either. Like, it looked really good as well. <laughs> like, it totally looked like my cup of tea, but I think it was just the... Because it was, like, a digital lonely single-player game and it was, like, 30 quid at release start or 25, like, it just seemed... And I think the story is maybe, like, 6 or 6 to 8 hours. It just seemed like... I mean, maybe maybe like I'm being a bit harsher, but it just seemed like maybe you weren't getting quite enough for like enough bang for your buck. But because like with especially for me, like when I buy a single player game, once I've finished it, I won't probably ever play it again. So I would always trade it in. So for like for me, a physical edition of that would make sense because I can I buy it, play through it, and and then trade it in. But I don't know. Will, will you get this? Physical or no? Just wait for a, a digital. Session? I would have buy physical. <laughs> See, I still like I, I like buy the physical games so I can trade them in. Yeah, nah, I don't. I, I don't like having. I've only got like two physical games for each console. Well, Switch, I've got a wee bit more. I just don't like having to like change discs. I know it's sheer laziness, but I really don't. I, you know, I do agree. Like, but I, I like being able to play the brand new game. Plus, like, see if I'm ever going anywhere. I'm going to my training down to England. I'm going to probably my PlayStation or, or mm. well, probably my PlayStation because it's lighter. But mm. I'm not going to take like eight games with me. Whereas I can install whatever I want. That's what I like mm. about digital. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And like, I would love to be all completely digital, but I also want to play all of the new games that I want to play, the, like the day or the week that they come out. And yeah. If I was to buy them all digital, I wouldn't be able to afford half the games that I, I do buy. Because, like, I will trade in games, like, relatively soon after the release for, like, three single-player games to get the most money back for them. And obviously, working in a trade-in shop, like, it's just that I'm in that kind of cycle. Yeah. I think the only way that I would get out of that cycle is if somebody puts out a console that doesn't, uh, doesn't have physical media. Like the like the Vita, like uh, <laughs> I went way away from physical for that years ago, like digital only on that for years. But but Switch I like uh, having the carts, like and it's the boxes that I like on on the Switch. And that's why I, I buy the physical games for that. But I don't trade those ones. Those are those are keepers. Yeah. Uh, but Hellblade, yeah, I'll probably tempt to buy that. Uh, Guacamole One and Two are coming to Switch. You're, no, you're, you must have played. Yeah, I didn't like it. I li- I did like the first one, but it was too hard. Um, so yeah, it's not one for me. Uh, and I played it on the Vita, and it worked absolutely perfect on the Vita. So I don't see why that why it would not work on Switch. And um, there's a rumor kicking about that Sonic Team Racing might be delayed till 2019. <laughs> That's a shame because like that game looks fun, and I'd uh, rather it like, worked well though. Yeah, that is true. Like, if there is issues with it, then yeah, I would rather delay it. But they'll need to delay it soon because it's supposed to be out in like a month. So they'll need to like announce that really soon. Yeah. Uh, Rare is apparently about to open its uh, own online store soon, selling Banjo Kazooie, 
plush toys among other things. Cool. <laughs> I don't know. Like this is this is uh, not a good well, news week. The strange <laughs> strange thing is, I'm, oh no, Microsoft own Rare now, don't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I mean, and they own the Banjo Kazooie. Like yeah, because it's part of Rare. Yeah, yeah. They don't. Most of Rare don't want it anymore. They start they play Tonic, obviously. But yep. That's because they were sat in the dungeon to make Avatar. <laughs> make some Kinect Sports games for us. But I mean, maybe... never, never mind your legacy. Outstanding <laughs> platformers stemming from like Donkey Kong Country onto the 3D realm as well with Mario 64 competitors like Banjo-Kazooie. No, we want you to make virtual clothes that will be null and void come the next generation, but yeah, you do that. <laughs> and there'll be like 60 copies of Kinect Sports in every trade-in shop in the country, but yeah, you make that. I think that... Uh, the fact that they're actually making new Banjo things, though, like shows that they're still like considering the IP. So you might see a new Banjo... Game crop up. You won't. I can see that happening. I could see it happening. Like, I mean, look at that. They made that fucking game Super Lucky's Tale, which is like terrible. It's a shit version of like Banjo Kazooie. Yeah, it's totally soulless. It's really bad. Um, I mean, it's not really bad. It's just so bland. Like, it, it reminds me of like Bubsy. Everything's in place for it, and nothing works. Yeah, yeah, but it just there's no like there's no. It's like, not fun. Character or charisma to it, and it, yeah, it's not fun. But like Banjo Kazooie was fun. Um, and they could easily make a great version of a Banjo-Kazooie game at this point so they should do that uh, Fortnite is getting a fucking physical edition another one because did it not it come out physical have... at first yeah, and it yeah, sells for it, quite a bit now yep it did come out physical I think it was only in America though I could be I could be wrong on that but no, I think you're come, right it did come out uh, in America certainly and uh, they discontinued it after Rewill but they're now doing another version of it but I think the original version was like when the game sort of first came out remember it had the save the world part on it yeah the sort of hold mode thing whatever it is no one plays single player mode that nobody plays yeah Um, they'll just close off that mode sooner or later I think yeah because it wasn't even on the Switch or mobile yeah it's not on Switch or mobile and like it's it's just kind of there on PS4 and Xbox Xbox and PC Um, but I think they'll just close that down because I would guarantee there's almost no one plays that bit Fraser's um, played it. Yeah, I, like yeah, Fortnite. Um, but this version's going to be like thirty dollars, or like I think it's twenty five pounds, and it comes with some like V bucks and like some exclusive skin things, ice skins or some shit. But yeah, it means that I need to buy Fortnite Alley. It's fine. I like Fortnite. I don't like it at all. <laughs> it's fucking horrible. But it, I think a lot of people will buy this for their kids because it's easier than like. Because like, we get a lot of people coming to the shop and they're like, "Oh, can I get Fortnite, please?" And you're like, "No, <laughs> just go on, just go on your Xbox and download it. It's free." And uh, a lot of them are told uh, misleading information by people in other game stores because, game. yeah, because they sell like the codes things for it. They're like, "Oh yeah, you just buy this code. It's like thirty quid." <laughs> But I think it's going to be easier for people to get their head around it with, with this. This is going to sell fucking loads. Absolutely millions of copies this will sell. Which, yeah, it doesn't deserve to. It's a shit game. It is not. Uh, it's terrible. It's um, not. PUBG's far, far better. Um, I would disagree, but... <laughs> 
Metal Gear Solid 2 and 3 are now backwards compatible on Xbox One. Cool. cool. Good games. Do, here, here's a question for you, right? Do you think that when it comes to the Game of the Year discussions for, for this year, do you think Fortnite's going to be in there for you? Well, it wasn't out this year, so no. Mm, no, it came, like, Fortnite <coughs> well came out this year, did it not? On the Switch. <coughs> I mean, did you play it before that? Yeah. Okay. No, it won't be Game of the Year for me, I think. Okay, yeah, so the Battle Royale released last year, to, yep. uh, September 2017. Yep. On PS4 and Xbox One. Yeah. But then obviously came out switching. I played it on PlayStation 4 first. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then I, I, PlayStation ruined it for everybody, and then they brought it back, but I've already started unlocking mm-hmm. on that, so I'm never linking my PlayStation account to my Xbox and Switch and phone. No chance. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. That that'll be interesting to see if anyone actually puts that like in there. Like, they won't because it came out last year. <laughs> That's like saying, "Can I put Sonic Three in?" No. Why? <laughs> well, if you're putting Fortnite in, it didn't come out this year. So, so I would say that, like, because I put in, uh, what was it? Devil May Cry. In remake. The, the remake. Yeah. Remakes are different because that was like a remade game. Fortnite's the same same game it just took longer to come out because the switch wasn't out like oh, yeah, well, it, it was out but it wasn't optimized for it yeah, yeah. that's like me yeah. saying sonic sonic the hedgehog one just came to switch so that's my game of the year oh fucking yeah final fantasy 7 it's coming to switch next year yeah, you attempted that. <laughs> i know what my game of the year is next year <laughs> it's not no no we're not having that yes. <laughs> um but yeah this deep freeze uh, bundle which is called for uh, fortnite is coming out on uh, November the thirteenth, so that's just in time for Christmas. Yeah, see what they're doing. Enough. This is a this is a fucking this is a quick cash grab. This, like, <laughs> just burn it onto a disc. You know, get it the annoying thing is the exclusive costumes because sometimes they're really cool. Like the Galaxy one I got's cool, but that's technically a thousand pound costume because it's with the Note Nine. Yep, the the costumes for uh, for this aren't cool <laughs> like at all. No, like the the. the the uh, deep freeze ones. Like My guy looks like a wise space wizard with his galaxy. Nice. Um, but yeah, I don't like Fortnite. It's awful. Um, I'm bad at the building parts, but I'm alright at the shooting. But yeah. it's annoying when you beat, get somebody that's good at the shooting and the building, and instantly you can build like defences around. Mm. Okay. Um, Call of Duty Black Ops 4 requires a 50 gig day one update to work. Yeah, so they're releasing it a day early in game, so like in game you can pick up Thursday at 6 o'clock because it's going to take that long to install. <laughs> That's true, because I've seen that advert on Twitter today saying uh, pick it up a day early in game just because you won't probably be able to ins- uh, play it by midnight. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. So like, we're not technically breaking the street date because the people won't actually be able to play it until yep. after midnight. But okay. Yep. <laughs> That's funny. The um, I mean, I mean, for me, like, I would be able to download that in time, no bother. Yeah, but I'd, you get it slightly earlier, better than having to buy like the deluxe edition, eh? Yeah, that's true. Um, but but yeah, like uh, obviously this game's all like all online anyway. So there's no single player component to it. So, are you gonna get it day one? No, I'm not buying it. Uh, like, I might get it when it comes into the shop just to try it. 
Like, because I, I would like to try the Battle Royale mode. I'm, I See, Fraser's no getting it day one. Right. But See, this no is my dilemma. Any other part of it. What console is he buying it on? PS4, though. Okay. I've no interest on it on PS4, sadly. Yeah, I mean, I mean that just tells me like where I'll where I'll buy it because, like, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't play it with anybody else. <laughs> yeah. Like apart from like you or Fraser or maybe Ian. But see, here's my problem, right? I don't have a pro, and obviously it's going to look better on my Xbox One X with my 4K mm. than yep. on the PS4, right? So basically, what I've done in start um or next week, sorry, and Call of Duty's out this week, and for some reason, like. I'm wanting to play it, Call of Duty. I know I said I wouldn't play it, I didn't want to, blah, blah, but something's telling me I want to play this one. But the thing that everybody... I'll look at the poll results just now, I don't know if any folks voted, but basically I'd said, right, what game should I buy? Hmm. And we'll just see what, what people are saying. Starlink. Oh, I, I haven't voted in this poll. Right, so... It's 100% for Black Ops 4. There's no votes for Starlink, Right. <laughs> And then I put a poll out Xbox or PS4, and it's 83% Xbox One, 17% PS4, right? Mm, right. Now, that's the thing, I agree with this, because my Xbox One X, like I said, I'd rather get the better experience for it, and it seems like mm-hmm. a game that would benefit from it. But then Fraser seems, I don't know if it's these Americans or the guys from work are probably going to get it on PS4. Um, he, he's not going to deviate in that. But I don't want to be left without playing it. Call of Duty with somebody I knew, like Infinite Warfare was fine because mm. one of the guys I worked with in CX and Irvin Callum bought it and we played that quite a lot when it came out. And obviously you had it, but I don't think we ever played online Infinite Warfare. Um, Didn't work for me. Like, uh, it wouldn't oh, that's play right. Yeah, your Nats. <laughs> online at all, like, because of my Nats mm. settings. Like, I was like, okay, well, I'll just, because I'm, because it was like, oh, I, I, I had to look up, like, how I would change my Nats settings. And it's like, Right, here's like this fucking twelve-page detailed guide of how you log into your router and change your settings. I was like, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like, yeah. just to try a Call of Duty game for like an hour. Yeah. <laughs> no. no, I mean, like, I didn't buy uh, World War Two because I'm not interested to our World War and stuff. Really, I like the futuristic style stuff, but I've never really liked Black Ops. But for some reason, because I enjoy Fortnite, PUBG's okay, but I haven't played as much of it. And I just, I think something about the smoothness of Call of Duty. Cause Arguably, it's the best handling shooter. Like, anyone can jump in. Yep. Having it running that fast with the big maps, like, there's something about that that's like, ha, huh, I'm interested. Like, it's going to be able to do stuff that Fortnite... It's never going to really overtake Fortnite. It's going to play a lot, but Fortnite's going to outlast it because next year there'll be a new Call of Duty. Um, it, and I know folk always... It might go- overtake PUBG, though. It might overtake PUBG. might overtake PUBG, but that's PUBG's in a downward spiral just now because Fortnite's yep. just up speed all the time um, but that's because Fortnite were clever and they realised kids kids are going to like Battle Royale but they also like Minecraft like to combine the two mm. um, whereas like this one I'm just imagining this, the fun that you could be had the smoothness of Call of Duty and I quite like the Battle Royale mode I'm, I'm disappointed there's no campaign because I'm one that enjoys a campaign I see it as like my training mode for online I always have and it was always even when I was younger if there was, if it was like a campaign you'd play that before the multiplayer um, like even with like Tekken I considered playing arcade mode as your campaign to practice before you fought your, your friends yeah. but I don't know like Starlink something like I can't be fucked with the toys like they look cool and I'm interested right this game looks phenomenal but is this one that's going to plummet in price and I'm going to regret it because Call of Duty is generally going to hold its value till like next year um, I could see Starlink dropping in price quite severely especially because it's 
technically toys to life style game. And if if I pay seventy quid for Starlink, right, and then it drops to like thirty quid at Christmas or after Christmas, it could feasibly do, as you yeah. know, Andy. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be raging that I spent forty quid more than it. Mm, and yeah. you know, as much as I think I do want Starlink, like. Call of Duty is going to be the big hot thing that even if I do get an Xbox, there's going to be somebody in my friends list playing that that I can jump in yeah, with. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Like the polls do say that, and like I'm kind of excited. Like I don't like pre-ordering stuff from game, but I would I would not get this one digital because it's Call of Duty. And the last time I got that digital was a big mistake. Don't get me wrong, Black Ops always sells, but Infinite Warfare. Do you remember I spent like I got the ninety quid version digital? Mm, yeah, with the and, Modern Warfare thing. On it, and yeah. then it fucking dropped to like what thirty, forty quid because Infinite Warfare wasn't popular. Mm. And I was raging about that. And it's like, <laughs> but like I said, Black Ops. Like the crazy thing is, see if you pre-order, right? I don't think it. I think it's digital only, but I wouldn't get this digital. And it's like you get a map pack, a new map pack for Black Ops Three. That shows you how popular Black Ops is. In fact, Black Ops got a DLC pack after the last pack of Infinite Warfare, which came out a year later. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and like, yeah, Black yeah. Ops Three was free on Plus a while ago, so like I do have Black Ops Three. But yeah, but is is that only the multiplayer modes for that? One? Uh, no, no, it's full game. Oh, so you'll be you'll be able to download it if you want to play Black Ops Three. Like yeah, yeah, but why? I did consider that before the show because I I did buy Black Ops Three and I've got like the season pass for it. But then I thought, by the time I've downloaded this, it'll be tomorrow, right? And Black Ops Four is out the day after. How much am I going to play Black Ops Three if I do? Do you know what I mean? If I want to play Call mm-hmm. of Duty, and even Black Ops Three, it will still be populated. I mean, folk folk came out in their dozens to buy Black Ops One and Two when they went back with compatibility. Yeah, but. Black Ops 4, like, I don't know, Andy, what's your opinion on it? Do I wait for Starlink to see if it takes a price drop and get Call of Duty while the iron's hot? Do you know, like, I'd probably go and pick it up at game at 6 o'clock on Thursday. Yeah, I think you should buy Black Ops. Black Ops? Because Starlink is going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be... It's uber uh, successful. I think it's going to be... Well, I don't don't think it's going to be uber successful, right? But, like, I think it's going to be one of those games where it will either be, like, amazing or it will be... Okay. A bit shit and a bit amazing. Like I could see, I could very much see like the game being like amazing for the Star Fox missions. Yes. And the rest of the game being like, uh. Yeah, so, like, I kind of agree. Because that's kind of the feeling that I'm getting from it. Like, because everything I've seen that's been Star Fox, it, like I'm like, yes, this like seems like a great Star Fox game. But then when I'm seeing the other stuff, that's just like the normal stuff. I'm like, yeah, this Cause... just seems flat as fuck. Because I did, I did buy a game this week, but it was like with stuff I had vouchered anyway. Because I'd been crazy in CD keys, but like obviously, like Tasha for anniversary just said, get yourself something because like I'm hard to buy for because she doesn't know if I've got it or if I want it, or if I don't want it, or if I did want it last week but I don't now. You so, should tell her to listen to this show and then she'll know exactly what you want. <laughs> she should listen live to this show, yeah. But no, I'm um, so I might just get myself. Black Ops then I've just cancelled my pre-order for Starlink because the fact that you agreed and said Call of Duty for me the thing is you're probably right like with Call of Duty I know what I'm getting I know what I'm buying like it's going to be good quality there's going to be some criticism with campers and blah 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 I know what a battle, a battle royale game is yep. I'm not not a fan of the zombie mode that's in it but battle royale like people are going to be playing this game for at least the next year and a half if not two years like even the next Call of Duty comes out you know Black Ops always stays around like the fact it, it speaks volumes that one of your bonuses for pre-ordering this one is another new map pack for the last one, which came out yeah. what three three years ago now. <laughs> so that's that's insane that that's that staying power that 
you're getting what is it the back in black map pack for black ops 3 and you can't buy this in the store the only way to get this map pack for three is to buy black ops 4 so the fact that they're giving you brand new dlc for the last game Hmm. says that they know people will still play the last game so i think you're probably right but here's my question obviously like even installing this is going to take a while man in it do i bite the bullet and go to game like like that's what I said I was going to do because if I pre-order this for Amazon, you know what Amazon's like just now. I might not get it till Monday, and then I'm going to be pissed off, mm. right? Because it's out. What is it out Friday? Yeah, but if I can yeah. go, if I can go to game tomorrow at lunch, give them a tenner, and then go after work on Thursday and pick it up and start installing it, it'll be ready for Friday. Because obviously, like I said, this is, I know I buy digital, but this isn't one I want to buy digital. I mean, the thing is as well, like. You- you're taking a gamble on this one, so it's one that you might not necessarily keep if you don't like it. Yeah, but my question is, do I get it for game, or do I just go out to like Tesco's or something on Friday? Uh, yeah, um, depends if you want to play it like day one. Like, yeah, I would. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's my thing. I do want to play it midnight, and I don't want to buy digital. So game's my only option, unfortunately. I feel it's I feel it's not so bad going into the game store and buying it. But they've like, fucked so many of my online orders. It's unreal. In fact, yeah, the, the, the one in Irvine, do you not remember that I went in, I put my deposit down, hmm. and they gave me £20 game voucher back because they couldn't get my WWE fin back because they didn't order in enough copies. And I'm like, I, I'm one of the first people in today. Oh, yeah, but there was people in that pre-ordered it before you. Why didn't you tell me that when I put my pre-order down? Why did you take my 20 quid in the first place? So it's not just online that they've done this to me, but mostly it is online. That was one, and it was Game of the Year. I'm quite sure Call of Duty, they're not going to run out of copies of that. Yeah, I think you'll be all right for Call of Duty. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's what I'm going to go for then. That'll be my anniversary present. I'll just go down tomorrow, slap my £10 down. I think I'm just going to get standard edition in case I hate it. Yeah, don't buy the fucking the thingy editions. Don't do it this time. <laughs> no, no, no. But the, the thing is, like, if I do like it, the pro edition is like what eighty quid, but it does come with a season pass. But what if I don't like it? The reason buying digital is case I need to trade. No, you're right. Just standard edition. It's fifty quid anyway. Fuck. <laughs> That's expensive. Yep. See, see, to be honest, because it's not getting a campaign. I thought this game would have launched at like forty. 40 quid. It's Call of Duty, they'll never do that. Never. And do you know what? This will spur on the next developer to think, I don't need to waste time in a campaign if folk are going to buy it anyway. Yep, uh, this game will sell like fuck. It'll probably sell more than last year's game, more than, well, maybe, Black Ops maybe 3. not more than Black Ops 3. If it sells more than Black Ops 3, they'll never do a campaign for a Call of Duty game ever again. No, they'll say, what's the time and wasting resources on it? You yep. Sells. Yeah. I agree with you, but then, like, what do you think? What do you think? For console choice, like, because <sighs> uh, I mean, it just like, it just depends. It is a multiplayer focused game, so you're gonna want to play wherever your friends are playing. Yeah, but Fraser's gonna want me to play with shitty Argos friends. Yeah, I mean, he plays with like guys from the uh, TPS UK as well. Yeah, he constantly follows it with D Sonics. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like just because I know it'll look better and I know it'll run smoother, is that it's going to probably be quite intensive? The fact that it's solely online and it's such big maps. That's my like problem. Is, uh, is is Ian buying it? Uh, I, I haven't spoken to Ian. Don't know. Because yeah, it would depend. 
but like like I say, I'll probably I'll probably pick it up when it comes out of the shop to try it out. He, but like I'll just he might be saving money for his kid. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, he he just bought uh, Monster Hunter Generations like last week. Why you hate it? He got me to he got me to send it to him as well. Did he? Oh, he it. I'm like, okay. <laughs> he was asking me about Octopath as well. It's funny. He'll hate it's that like, as an RPG. I was like, I was like, yeah, you won't like this. <laughs> See if it came to Switch. It, if Call of Duty was coming to Switch, no brainer. Hmm. Yeah, like like I say, I'll I'll probably buy it on whatever platform it comes in on, like to, just to try it out. Because I do want to play the Battle Royale mode. I don't have any interest in zombies or the other multiplayer though. Yeah, I would buy an Xbox. Like, Xbox is your main console. Yeah, it is. And, like, so, up here, the internet is not as good TP Link. It's not direct to Ethernet. Yeah, so buy an Xbox. The poll is correct. The poll is correct. Okay, the decision has been made. <laughs> Ugh, I have to go to the game tomorrow. Yes. Because, <laughs> see, the weird thing is, like, do you know what they should let you do? Like, make your pre-order to click and collect in store, like, so I can pre-order online so I don't need to down tomorrow to give them ten pounds to walk away with a stupid receipt. Yeah, I think it's because they're online and like in store stuff's completely separated. Yeah, different prices and everything. It's yeah, weird. I don't like that. I hate it. It's, mm. it's awful. They um, also screwed anyway, me over. Remember when my PlayStation 4 game changed my pre-order, and I'm like, no, 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 no. You made a mistake in pricing. You should be honouring that. Like it was the PS4 Pro. And email me saying, sorry, blah, 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 but it's the PS4 Slim. No, no, no. I want a Pro, so I went back to order it. I sold out now. Oh, get <laughs> The, um, yeah, I mean, I'll be interested to see what I do with the next consoles when they come out. Because, like, Game Center's gone now, so. That's like, true. I'm not going to get from Game. Like, so did I order from Amazon and risk them not delivering it? That's my. That's 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 very true. I never thought of that. What's like, going to happen? Like, obviously, like, unless the supermarkets do a midnight launch, because you can come down. We can do that again. Yeah, like I would. I would probably rather do that. But I mean, then because there's no way that you can pre-order it from a supermarket. No, you just have to hope. But then again, the Smith Toys, Smith Toys and Kvarnik or something. Ah, oh, they do do pre-order something. Yeah. They wouldn't. They wouldn't do like a midnight lunch. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I'll be interested to see what the rollout is for, is like for the new consoles. Um, anyway, the just to wrap up the last of news here, uh, Fortnite's uh, squad world record is now at sixty-one kills. That's a lot of kills. Um, so, like, squad is that? How many people is that in the squad? Four. So, so that's like killing. That's three a quarters. lot of the yeah three quarters of the rest of the people on your yeah. own. That's fucking that that's like pretty insane, actually. When you think about it, like fucking hell. Uh, and you posted this article about why Assassin's Creed Odyssey is best played on PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. And read my comment. Yeah, I mean it's not really news. But yeah, yeah, but it's, it's, neither it's does the PS5 obvious. come. <laughs> I, I would well yeah no that was Sony confirming that but like I would say like with this type of game like maybe not so much for like Call of Duty you could probably get away with that on either either one because it's a multiplayer focused game but like this type of game single player story focused game you want to, you want it to be the best looking you can so yeah there's a no brainer that you would that it would be best to play it on PS4 Xbox One 
because it's these type of games are so enhanced for those consoles like the amount of extra shit they put in it's actually quite a lot uh, Fallout 76's microtransaction have been detailed what were the detailed Andy? The, their microtransaction like currency is called it's called atoms <laughs> like, okay like, I don't give out any fucks about this game at all like are you interested uh, in, in this yeah I'm pretty honest with do you know what makes me not want it? The fact that they said that there's no not, there's no NPCs in the game. But I think that's a lie. Cause I think who, it's a lie. How's that even how do you get your quest? How do you, yeah, who gives you a quest? Do you have to wait? For, will I have to wait till Ali logs on to give me a quest? Like, <laughs> does, or do I just get a text message? Like, on, no, there, on a there, will be in, there will be NPCs, obviously there will be. Yeah, there has to be somebody to guide you, otherwise you're just going to... And they've also said board. that there's only going to be 20 players online in any one instance. It's not a full MMO. Yeah, no, I know it's not. So, like, see, when you consider the size of uh, Fallout, if 20 players are on, you might never meet one if they're on the other side of the map. You will, it'll be like No Man's Sky. (laughs) What, will you (laughs) never meet somebody? No, I pre ordered it because CD Keys were doing a good deal. $42.99 digital. Mm -hmm. Give it to me. In fact, oh no, Fraser's Xbox game sharing with me, isn't he? Your mm-hmm. PlayStation game sharing with me, yep. so Fraser will play it with me. But like, um, yeah, I pre-ordered it, but then ZD Keys like it's fifty quid everywhere because that's standard mm-hmm. price for games just now, yeah. and forty two ninety nine is brilliant for a digital copy. And I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. Um, and I said, do I get the beta because you're meant to pre-order? And they said no, but we sell it separate. And I'm like, oh, so what you're doing is you're selling the beta code separate. Bullshit. So what I done was pre-ordered it from Amazon two days ago, and you wait two oh, days, and Amazon, yeah. Amazon gave me the beta code, and then I cancelled my pre-order. So I'm getting into the beta anyway, just bonuses. <laughs> if anyone wants it, that's the way to do. It. I've done that before with Amazon. Now it's terrible, and they should put a stop to it. But like, if you pre-order a game that's not out in November, they can't charge you for it until like the week of launch. Hmm. And if the beta's like the month before, they have to give you the beta access. So, <laughs> cheers, cancelled. I mean, like, I, I'm sure Amazon doesn't care. It probably doesn't cost them any money. Like, no, but like, like CD keys them. are selling the beta key for three ninety nine. Yeah, because they've got the beta key and they can like from probably things like they've probably like made a billion dummy accounts and and pre-ordered a billion copies on Amazon and got all these fucking codes and yeah, just, like selling the codes. I don't I don't know how CD keys make the money because I pre-ordered with them before and I got it day one. Like the the code was up ready to pre-install. See, the minute pre-install was ready, like mm. the the code was there because basically when you click on your link. CD keys, it says uh, your code will appear shortly before the launch day, blah, blah. And yeah. I, I was worried. I can't remember what game it was, but it appeared, sure enough. And I was like, brilliant. And they're, they're really cheap and they're obviously legal for whatever they're doing. I don't know if they're buying like console bundles and selling off stuff or I don't know how they're getting it's the codes. Like, but... It's a major, like, great area, CD keys. Um, I'm sure the company's based in like Russia or something like that. Um, right. And it's like they get, like they get Russian codes or something like that because it's like the. They used to see when they because we always buy the PSN codes off them, and yeah. the way you used to get them was like it would be a picture of like a scratched off like PSN yeah I remember card. that yeah yeah um and like you could sometimes see that it had like a bit of Russian writing on it but now right. it's just like they, it's just a typed out code and you just put it in because they're trying stuff. to look a bit more official now yeah but um but yeah I'm sure it's like something to do with Russia Russian prices not, is cheaper. I think it's partly that plus like they, they will get there's a lot of things that they get um, you tend to find that they'll the things that they sell off really really cheap like you always see Assassin's Creed Unity 59 because, pence I bought it for yeah, digital exactly yeah and that's because um, they did uh, Xbox did a bundle 
with Assassin's Creed Unity in it. Um, and and it was in so many Xbox ones, and they've obviously got like hundreds and hundreds of copies of like the Assassin's Creed Unity code, so they can just pump. It so I'm guessing what they're doing here is they're selling the Xbox One consoles probably on eBay without the code, and they're giving me like the code for like Fallout. Essentially, something like that. I don't know if they, it would be necessarily be CD keys that would be selling the Xbox ones, but they've obviously got a connection with somebody who just filters all that shit to them. Yeah, but I'm fine with that. Forty two quid's brilliant, a brilliant price for that game. Like, and it's a prequel yeah. to them all. It looks really interesting. To me. I liked Fallout Four, but I'm going to go back to it um, and play a bit of it because I never really get into the story because I get so distracted by the base building thing that I looked at it and I've put twenty four hours into this game a whole day of my life and I have not passed like the first two opening areas. Andy, I've just mm-hmm. done some side quests because obviously this is from the same maker as Skyrim, but obviously it's yeah. in a post apocalyptic world. Um, Systems are very different. Like I've still not got very used to Vax and stuff like that. But this time, I, I, I'm going to get into it. And I know Fallout dropped severely in price the last time, and this one might do the same again. But I'm just really in, in, into playing this one. I don't know. Something just resonates with me. I'm walking past the power armor. It's like one of the first vaults ever to open or something. The story. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Like a whole new world. Brilliant. Nice. Yeah. Let me play. The uh, like. Fallout falls on Game Pass, and uh, and I did buy. I bought the DLC for it, the season pass, because I got nice. it in a price glitch for one pound ninety nine. Can't argue pass. with that. I think I bought like, <laughs> I think it was like sixty five pound. I got like the deluxe edition with the season pass yeah. for that, and yeah. But like I said, I've, I've spent a day of my life in it. But it's a bit like Skyrim. Right, I'm progressing through it slowly in the Switch. I haven't played any this week, but I never finished the main story in Skyrim. I like these games because I, I, they've always got such interest in squirrels, as Chip would call them, and it's like. 24 hours of just building the first base and it's not even to the level of like Ross who's fully functioning electrical pumps and stuff it's just like shite but I've had that much fun just gathering resources and defending my base that I've not felt the need to do the main story and I mean is the main story necessary when I've had in in Skyrim or in Fallout? Both Uh, yeah probably not no (laughs) I mean I've probably spent uh, more time in Skyrim to be fair but yeah, they probably, I mean, they create an interesting sandbox for you to play around in, and, like, you can do the main story if you want, but you don't have to. You can make yeah. your own story, which is, I think, is the beauty of those games. Like you, can do in, like, any, you can do it in any order you want as well for Skyrim. Eh, well, yeah, as long as you don't follow the main quest, you can do anything else, as, as long as you're, like, leveled enough or whatever. Um, like, Oblivion, I put 100 hours into it, and, like didn't go to the first Oblivion gate. <laughs> they're horrible. They're horrible. Yeah, it was, it was awful. So I went and had my own adventure and it was brilliant. I loved that game. Yeah. It, does, it um, hasn't aged well. Remember I played no. back with... It has not aged. <laughs> um, last two bits of news. Uh, Stardew Valley's coming to iOS later this month. Uh, makes sense. Perfect fit. It's a, it's a good game. game. Like, I, like it. I never... I keep trying to go back to it on the Switch. And, like I can't find my rhythm with it. Is multiplayer on it yet? Uh, not on the Switch, no. Not on Switch. Um, they've said that they're nearly there with it. They're just... Right. I think they've finished the development and they're just, like, testing it now. Cool. So, it, it'll be there sooner or later. Maybe I'll jump back into it then and you could help me with my farm. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at it. Um, and Fortnite Season 6 has uh, got a new trailer and it got a copyright strike from Epic Games for some reason. Themselves, yep. They released the company of the game. Yep. <laughs> yeah, they broke Epic's own copyright by releasing an Epic 
trailer meant. Obviously, some confusion there in their, their PR department or whatever it is that deals with it. Yeah, I mean, the, the copyright strikes are automatic. So, like, if they've, if Epic's got a thing set up to, like, copyright strike anybody that puts up the Fortnite trailer <coughs> and then the Fortnite channel puts it up, then I don't know. Some weirdness. But, yeah, that's all the news. Okay, so move on to what we've been playing. I know we've both played one. So, the other ones. So, I know you've played the big game this week, um, but I played its younger siblings. I played some mm-hmm. Assassin's Creed Unity. Oh my god. <laughs> I really want to just finish that. See, that's why I can't. I almost didn't get Origins. I only got it when it took a severe price cut. I ended up getting yeah. that for like 25, 30 quid, right? And I love that game. But like Unity, I got that day one. Remember, I stayed up all night to get it. Went and picked it up from the shop at like eight in the morning. And it was so broken. And I mean, they fixed it in parts, but pff, I'm playing through it again. The problem was they went onto a whole new engine mm-hmm. and it wasn't ready. And like, even compared to like Origins, the amount of NPCs that appear in one place is just, it's insane, man. Like, I don't know if you remember how many NPCs appear at once, and it's like, no wonder that game couldn't handle it. It was just broken. It's like, (laughs) this game's stressed to the max. It's on a new engine, so for Assassin's Creed 4, they went back to the Assassin's Creed 3 engine, and they stuck with that and developed it. Like, um, So I basically solved the crime, and it was boring, and I hated it, and I hate France, and I hate this game, and Mm -hmm. I don't want to play it, and I need to finish it to justify getting other Assassin's Creed. So anyway, I moved on to Origins, which is a much better game, and I've done some... I'm actually further in that game than I think. Like, I've got a lot of the crossed off, because it was like a hit list that you had to work through to get to the main guy, and I've only got, like, the crocodile to do just now. But I was I was in the middle of a mission, and I don't know if you're like me. If you go back to a game, like sometimes Assassin's Creed, I'll play carefully, and I hate being seen, and I hate doing this. But you jump back in a game you haven't played for ages, and you're like, "Fuck it, I'm just going to kill everybody because I don't really care. I haven't played it in that long." And I got on better. I killed the whole boats, and then I realised there isn't actually that much punishment if you kill absolutely everybody because if you're in the water, there's no one going to chase you. So I killed them all, got the two treasures, explored the sunken ship, and this looks brilliant on Xbox One X, and. Um, I got into a mission where it's like find the million lost temple or something in the desert. It says go to like Liftopolis and look east to the pyramids and it's hidden in the sand dunes. Yep. And there's this creepy guy pointing and I don't know if to follow him, but I followed him and then he disappeared. And I'm like, mm-hmm. right. And then I went to where he pointed, he pointed somewhere else and he disappeared. And then I couldn't find him again. And I was nowhere near where I, I was supposed to be as far as I knew, but I could not find this lost temple. So I ended up going in the pyramids and I was searching for like, a, is that a tablet? The tablets from the tel- pyramids. Yeah, yeah. I f- found a couple of them and then I went back to these sand dunes in between Liftopolis and the pyramids and I'm like, I can't find this fucking hidden temple, man. And I, I don't know if it's linked to this guy or if you remember it, but I'm just so lost trying to find this that I ended up just playing about my camel for a while. I don't know. Was that part of the main story? Yeah, it's part of your main quest, and it's well, no, you, it's not main story quest, but it's one of the side quests that kind of needs to be done. If you know what I mean, and I'm like, I can't find this temple, and like, it's read the read the papyrus or whatever it is, the paper or whatever it's papyrus, and mm-hmm. it says that's that's the only clue it gives you. When your feet are from ground in Lithopolis, look east to the Great Pyramids in the sand dunes. You will find the the lost million the million lost temple. I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm find it man I'm just run an idiot and yeah I, this game's really good man like I absolutely love it yeah, I know you're going to talk about it later but Origins is so good man um, 
I never finished Syndicate, but as far as I remember with Syndicate, I think I get so pissed off with the amount of Ubisoft map stuff that pops up, and it's like, oh man, like as much as it used to be brilliant for so much thing to do in a sandbox, sometimes it's nice, like Origins, it feels more natural where you can talk to someone and then it'll pop up in a map. Mm-hmm. That's the next evolution of it, where the Syndicate was kind of stuck in the past, where it's just like, okay, you've unlocked this area, look at these 60 things that you can do. And it's like, <sighs> all I've done is synchronise the tower, how can I see 60 different things that far down the street? And like, Origins, it's more like you talk to somebody's like, Oh, I need help over here, and that can branch into a whole new story. That's a lot more smooth, it feels organic, and it's just so such a cool world to explore. And I might get Odyssey at some point, but like, okay, so I'm, I'm probably never going to finish Unity, like, but I at least need to finish Origins before I can finish Odyssey, before I can even consider getting Odyssey. Um, that said, if it pops up in an extreme sale during Black Friday, which it might you know, or Christmas, mm. then I'll probably grab it and leave it. But I, I definitely love Origins. Um, so yeah, the only other, I've played two Zelda games, right? Um, Wind Waker's been on my Wii U for a while, so uh, I'm sick of doing the opening to this game, because obviously there's no cloud saves in the Wii U. So uh, mm. it's a horrible <laughs> stealth part, and it's even more horrible than um, not Skyward Sword, uh, Breath of the Wild, where you had to go through the Ninja Mountain. This is the bit where you're in the Forsaken Fortress, and it's like the Monkeys have got the spotlights on you. Don't know if you remember it. It's at the very start, and like your sister's been, yeah, she's kidnapped. She's in a tower. It's the first sort of place that Tetra takes you to. Shoots you off in a barrel, and you have to sneak about, and oh, you have yeah. to hide in barrels and there's pigs that if they turn round they see you, and it's game over instantly. I hate that. So I got so bored. I'm like, I really want to play Zelda, and I love the look of Wind Waker. Like I know a lot of people don't like Toon Link. I know you're not the biggest fan, but I love the art style. It's timeless. I'd never ever played the HD Twilight Princess remake because it was a kind of later Wii U when everybody kind of seen it and they were wanting to jump ship. I'd already sold my second or third Wii U, whatever it is. <laughs> um, and this game's still like 40 quid in the store and like it's quite expensive to buy normally. So it came in uh, my old work and I messaged Nelson and I was like, I'm coming in to get it. And it was like 20 quid so I was like, that's perfect. This game looks really, really good, man. I don't think it's that far away looking from Breath of the Wild. I know Breath of the Wild is technically a Wii U game, but like yeah. it, it looks superb. Because I had this on the Wii, I never had the GameCube one, and I didn't put that much time into it, because back then I wasn't a big RPG fan. Um, and uh, I can't remember where I got to, but I don't remember much of the game. Basically in this one, you have to herd goats at the start, and it's really annoying, because you're on a pony and you have to get the goats in. And then you get told you're going to Hyrule and you keep getting told you're going to Hyrule and all of a sudden a big black cloud comes down uh, and they steal the two girls from the village. I don't know if the girl's meant to be your sister or she looks after a pony and she gets pissed off if a pony's hurt all the time. Not that I hurt the horse all the time, but a pony had a sore leg and she got annoyed with me. Um, so the the big black uh, portal opened and they came down and took the two girls, like the young girl, and knocked me the fuck out. And they were looking at the girl's hands, and like on my hand, I've got the Triforce tattooed. I'm like, hmm. how the fuck did they not notice that? If that's what they're looking for, either that, it's just me looking into it too much. And um, so basically, obviously, and you get taken to the dark, the Twilight Dimension, the Twilight Zone, and turned into a wolf. And you get Midna, who's like this wee horrible cat elf thing. Uh, and you meet Princess Zelda, who's in the Twilight Zone, um, and she sends you back. But your whole village is scared of you because you're a wolf, and you have to like break into the houses as a wolf. 
<laughs> and this dick head that's up on the because you can blow reeds and when you blow the reed that like summons a pona or if you get the one that looks like an eagle you can get an eagle that you can attack which is what origins ripped off i'm joking it didn't rip off but you know you can send an eagle out so this guy yeah this fucker's like the last one in the village and he's standing up on his wee platform and he also let the kids get stolen away and didn't do anything and he sends this eagle down to attack me as a wolf and i'm like what i'm not even near you so you have to like jump up and it takes a while to get used to like Hold an L, like his Midna or whatever her name is. You know the wee cat thing. I mean, yeah, she got stupid clown. Midna, yeah, and like because obviously in the whole Zelda games there's no speech, so you don't know how it's mm. pronounced. But like you have to like quick jump to her, so you have to hold L and push A, and it goes doing 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 because you can't jump as a wolf. Um, no, that's not speech. Hey, listen. Yeah, yeah, but you know what I mean. Like in Breath of the Wild was the first time that characters properly spoke, apart from Hyrule Warriors. I'm sure they're spoken as well. But like, um, basically, I had to get the shield. And I thought, okay, well, that's going to be kind of like a Kama. I can have it. But no, you can't. You just bite folk again. So <laughs> I got this, this sword and the shield, and it said to return to the place where I turned into a wolf, which was the fountain. And it's not a fairy fountain, because this big Leviathan thing comes out and says it's three brothers and sisters get killed, and you have to be good. And it says, I can turn you back into Link if you save me or something. And I'm like, but you're not in any trouble. And then, like, this bad guy came down and I beat him. And I'm, he's like, yeah, heal me, heal something, and you turn back. And I'm like, what does that even, like, what are you talking about? And, like, obviously, you know, I don't like looking up guides and stuff like that. So I'm like, right, there's only one place I can go. But I went there and there was nothing there. So I'm guessing it's back into the dark, over the bridge again. Uh, I, as much as I like being a wolf, pretty annoying. I'm not the biggest fan of being a wolf. But I do, no. this, this game does look beautiful. Um, I know you'll never play it unless it comes to Switch, but like this, the, this game is definitely one to grab on Switch um, if it if it ever comes out. But I think we're more likely to see a Skyward Sword remaster in between the Zeldas than seeing these, unless they do like a double pack style digital thing with Wind Waker, because Wind Waker yeah. looks superb in the Switch. Um, I hope it doesn't, because I will want to buy it again. Um, I can definitely see them doing it. Like I, I did play um, Twilight Princess on the GameCube. Yeah, like did you finish this? No, I don't. You... I, like, I don't. I like even what you're talking about. I don't even remember this. So, I yeah, I couldn't remember I got it. that far in it. Yeah, so this isn't even that far because literally I was a wolf and then you had to like escape. You, you get in prison. Being in prison, yeah, I remember being in prison. Yeah, and you had to tunnel. You had to dig and escape, and you were through mm-hmm. sewers, and then you had to go across rooftops. And this was like an annoying bit. I kept falling and dying, and I'm like, oh, I'm mm-hmm. dying. I, I don't die in Zelda games. Like, I'm good at Zelda games. And, like, it was so confusing. And I had to look. And you know how it's got the white bits for, like, the bits that you're walking on, like, on the map? It's like there's yeah. two bits. And I'm like, you have to aim so carefully to get Midna to do that, like, jump thing, jump to her style thing. Like a pew, and you jump to her. Um, kind of like throwing your sword in Final Fantasy almost. <clears throat> and, like, I'd, you couldn't see them. And you have to fight these fucking dark crystal looking crow motherfucker things that knock you off the side and I'm like ah, just get me out of this so I hope the game doesn't be too annoying I did buy it physical obviously but like I really want to get into this game I really want to get into the gritty of the story um, but if it does become too annoying I'm going to wake up I just can't remember GameCube version is worth a lot more because Link's got a different hand and he swapped his sword to his right hand in the Wii version because it was motion controlled. People are right handed and left, but Link's left handed. But in this remaster, he's right handed still, which is weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, I don't know why they did that. Like, they've also yeah. remastered the Wii game rather than the Wii U game. Which would make sense, because it was... Uh, a... Sorry, rather than the GameCube game. Yeah, but um, no, it, it, it looks phenomenal. It looks really good for a Wii U. I'm, I'm not, obviously, it doesn't matter in the 4K template, the Sony Bravia, the the 42-inch HD one. It, it looks absolutely superb. Um, uh, I'm not playing it with the tablet, obviously, I'm playing it with the Pro Controller, but like, it's it's such a good-looking game that I really hope that I can push past this wolf nonsense mm. because I don't know if a Kami came out before or after this, but it, it doesn't feel as nice as a Kami. I don't know why. I just want it to be Link more of the time, but I know this game's kind of split 50-50 um, because obviously there's the dark and the light worlds, and I know that's a big thing in Zelda. It always... <laughs> In fact, it wasn't Breath of the Wild, really. You only had the one overworld. You didn't have, like, the dark side or anything like that, really. Um, but no, like, it, it's it's really good. The only thing is, I, like I said, I would rebuy these in the Switch, right? But I don't want to get too far into this. Like, I've maybe spent two or three hours in Twilight Princess. I don't want to delve, like, 20-plus hours in, and then all of a sudden they're like, hey, guess what's... Hey, listen, guess what's coming out next year? I'd be so pissed off if that happened. And I know there's a good chance that it will happen, but um, I don't know. I, that That's my worry. I do want to go f- full in. I do want to go all in in this game, but my worry is that it gets announced for the Switch like next year. I don't think it'll be announced this year at all, but I think there's a good chance of ending next year them releasing at least one of them. If not, like a Skyward Sword remaster is always talked about, and obviously it wouldn't work in the Wii U because it didn't naturally come with like Wiimotes, but they could easily port the remote control to a Joy-Con if they felt the need to keep it in, but I would highly recommend for a remaster take the stupid hold the sword up to the sky to recharge it nonsense, because I remember playing Skyward Sword and loving the game, but having to hold the Wii, the Wiimote up in the air to charge my sword up was so fucking annoying, man. Because um, it was the one that was designed with the Motion Plus, obviously, but... Um, yeah, they're really good games, but like like I said, the last game I played was Forza Horizon 4, so I'll start that and that will lead into yours. Uh, it, it's really nice that they, they gave it away for free. Um, they also well, DLC. It's not technically free. Well, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I didn't have to pay quid for it, yeah. but for being such a big like Xbox exclusive game, like one of the best, if not the best, Xbox exclusive. Um, it, it, it's just phenomenal having this day one and it came with like DLC I bought the Bond pack I think did we talk about this last week did I play it last week I don't um, think you I hadn't, did you hadn't played it because it was no. still downloading <clears throat> so um, I'm on to the autumn season uh, it's got a lot of things in the map uh, but not overwhelmingly just yet like Forza Horizon 3 filled up pretty quick I'll say it captures the UK perfectly which is good and bad for it because the UK is dull even in the <laughs> summer like it like the countryside, and I know saying dull is probably the wrong thing because some of Scotland is beautiful and blah blah blah. But like driving through the roads in the Lake District, it's like dull and damp just now, and it's not exciting to look at. And then I put on Forza Horizon Three, and it's all like whoop whoop party in Australia, party in Australia. And um, the distance isn't accurate at all. Like I don't know how accurate the Australian one was, but I mean it's eight kilometers from the Lake District to Edinburgh. Now that, <laughs> that's, that, like, no. that's not true. There's like six hours drive between Lake District yeah. and Edinburgh. In real life, uh, Edinburgh's pretty cool to look at. Like, I sent you some pictures. I drove to Edinburgh Castle and Aston Martin, and there's something just magical driving about for me, anyway. And James Bond's cars, and it's even got Andy's favorite James Bond car in it, the Lotus Esprit. Yeah. Um, the water in it looks amazing. Um, Forza Horizon 
he felt more fun, but I think that's because of the colourfulness and the party party atmosphere. But this game just the look of the cars is more in line with the mainline Forza series always looks better than Forza Horizon. But this game, like the car graphics and everything, I've got my HDR on, uh, playing with the Xbox One X obviously, but like the, the cars and it looks so good, man, it's unreal. Um I'm really enjoying it. Uh the story mode in it's quite cool because it's like I told you before, you drive uh, it's you're a stunt driver for a movie producer. And uh, you can do those missions co-ops. I'm quite interested to maybe try one of those with you when you're free um, to see what doing a co-op one is like if you have to sync some of the like mad jumps or something like that or you have to race each other or I don't know how it works. But um, I love Forza how like, just a, I know driver talk is a stupid buzzword and we've heard it since that Eurogamer back in 2012. Your driver tar will drive even when you're not online. And it's true. Uh, basically, the AI learns off of how you drive a bit like your brother's character it will learn how yeah. you fight so you're driving a tar when you're driving andy when i see you driving past me in your gate in my game yes you could be in my online game if you're online but also it could just be your driver tar but i can still challenge that and race against you technically which i so love about you, it have you seen me in the game yes yes i've seen oh. you driving past i've not given you a challenge yet because i was on my way to edinburgh but like him um, what you do is you, you add the flashlight so you can challenge them uh and you can add them to your driver tar lineup so every time that, that driver tar wins a race in somebody else's game i get credits for it and like every time my driver tar wins in like your race and stuff like that same thing um and it's just really cool like the game's cool it's got stupid customization of your player character who you're never going to really look at like even if you're in car or out car you don't see what it looks like so i ain't wasting any of my any of my credits and fucking t-shirts with logos on it like uh, they gave me a bunch of them for being a veteran forza player like forza 5 6 like i've got every forza on the xbox one anyway and um because it was a series i never really get into in the 360 for whatever reason i think it's project gotham racing was so good in that and it never really came back to xbox one um but forza's the king of racers i don't care what anybody says man like granted is can't stand toe-to-toe with it at all project cars might be more accurate but it's not as fun like uh, this game's just screams fun. There's something nice about driving past British road signs, like Andy was saying last week. And it's so weird. Like I'm used to in Forza Horizon Three, driving in the right hand side of the road, and the cars come at me on the left. But see, driving in this country, obviously we drive in the left hand side of the road. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll be in a race, and I'll be like, "How did that car hit me? He's in the wrong side of the road." Oh no, wait, this is in Britain. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, absolutely brilliant. The car, the car selection, and it's phenomenal. Uh, the Ferrari FXXK that I want is still so expensive, it's like over 2 million credits. I'm not sure if you can sell your cars in this one. I know you couldn't in the last one, which is annoying because if you've got a car, sometimes you're like, I don't want that, I just want to sell it and get some credits. You can put them on auctions so other players can buy them, but they never want to pay the prices that you need to get for it. Um, but there's so many options in this that I haven't even looked into it. Uh, in Forza Horizon 3, there was an all-games club and uh, I was part of that, and it was quite cool because you get to see your club ranking for the week. Uh, you all yeah. get points for driving together. So if there's an all games, if anybody in the chat knows, or that, please tweet forty to level one or Ali Kenobi and let me know if the all games uh, group is open. I'd really like to know that because I don't have Facebook. Um, whereas last time, obviously, I joined it through Facebook. Or Fandy, you find out on the Facebook group that there's an all games group on Horizon Four. I'll happily join it. And uh, if anyone wants to hit me up when I'm on it, please challenge me to race. Because it's so cool, I, I just. But anyway, I'll pass it over to Andy because you might have played a bit of it, and we want to hear about obviously Odyssey as well. Yeah, so I only played a wee bit of of Forza. Um, I did up to. I think I just did the race or the thing where you were like a stunt driver. That's you the campaign, drive, yeah. Like through a window. Which they never, they've never done that before. 
I quite, I quite think it's cool. It could be interesting. Yeah, I didn't mind that, but like, I, I went and looked at the map, and I'm like, right, I want to drive to Edinburgh now, and I couldn't see Edinburgh on the map, so I'm like, I guess I have to do a bit more of the campaign bit. Not at all. Can... Not at all. You can drive yeah. anywhere. Like, I drove straight I to it. On, top. I see it on the top. Because you haven't discovered that area. So be labelled so it's the top right of the map that's Edinburgh if you look at the map the top right where all you see all the roads and the houses and stuff, that's Edinburgh just follow the road signs you can literally follow road signs to Edinburgh right okay I'll, I'll do that the uh, the next time then. the um but yeah I didn't uh, uh I, I got a house in it uh, have you got a house yet a house no <laughs> yeah I got a house for the studio the house just sell your house live in the car yeah, they gave they gave me the house, but the house is it's cool because like in the old ones you have to like go to your garage and stuff, hmm. and in this one you can do a lot of that from your car, which believe it or not is really handy because in Forza Horizon Three sometimes you'd be near nowhere, and I don't really use fast travel in car games. What's the point? I bought it to drive, so like driving back to the festival to change a car or something. They've also got a change a car on the fly option, which opens up I think once you finish the autumn one because it's it's like greyed out in my options menu. And it says it will become available once you've done whatever it was. Yeah. So I like that as well. But yeah, they gave me a house in it where you can go and customise your character. I'm never customising that player character. Once I've got them set up, that's what he's wearing. The end. Yeah, I didn't really see the point in them giving you a choice of the player character because you couldn't really customise the way that they actually looked, like the person. No. Like you can no. give them a beard or glasses or change their hair or like facial face or anything like that. So what's the point in giving you a choice of like 20 different guys or girls? Okay, plus, like, yeah, you never see them. You're never outside of the car no. at all. <laughs> okay. Um, but yeah, like, the graphical in that is really amazing. Like, it looks absolutely phenomenal, even on even playing on the S. Obviously, I've got, like, uh, I've got a 4K TV, so it's... So it's HDR on it. So it's got HDR and whatnot on. Um, but, but yeah, um, I think it would obviously look better in, in native 4K, but, uh, but yeah, it looks... Absolutely amazing. Um, so I'm I'm glad it's on Game Pass because I wouldn't have bought it. Yeah. But yeah, like it's the type of game that I that I will just go and drive about, and I'm not gonna do like all the online races and stuff like that because I will just lose. Uh, I have used the, the rewind mechanic though. I do appreciate that, and I didn't think I would because <laughs> I remember doing that. At, um, I remember doing that at Eurogamer and like being like. This feels like cheating, <laughs> and it totally is. But sometimes when you crash, you're like, "Oh, oh, just rewind a wee bit, and then like not crash." Adjust myself at the corner. Yeah, that's what I do quite a yeah. lot. Recently. Used to the so, tracks or the roads. Yeah. So especially the, they've got rally sections in this one. So like, I'm not the best at rallying. I'm just doing them to get them out the road to progress in the career till it opens up, and I can choose what races I want because it's very restrictive. I feel for the. Um, season like autumn because the way this plays is winter, summer, spring festivals and I'm hoping once autumn's done I don't have to do the dirt tracks because I absolutely hate doing the off-road like especially when it's like replay the track but it's raining it's like no that's even worse <laughs> but yeah like uh, it is the type of game that I'll dip into here and there like to just drive about and for fun um, challenge my driver to yeah, I might do that just to just to try it and like we'll do a co-op thing at some point just to see how that is. Yeah, I think, but um, but it's not something that I'll put a lot of time into. I don't, don't challenge Majika's driver to. No, because he's actually very very good at the game. <laughs> <laughs> he puts more time into it than most people put in RPGs. Yeah, 
<laughs> but I mean, that's the beauty of this game. Like, you can just dip into it and like have fun with it still, or you yeah. can go all in on it and have still have an amazing time with it. So, oh yeah, you uh, can customize your car setup. I don't. Bother. If you're right in, you can like before the race, you can tweak your car so that your suspension like loose off on the drive. Like it's insane. Like not as high customization of it. Eight, eight's next year. For, for the normal yeah. For yeah, and like obviously that's that's a different kettle of fish. That's like more um, simulation rather than arcade. They do still have the rewind mechanic and that, but most people that play that game take the driving assists off. They take the you know the arrows in the road off to get the perfect driving line. I leave that on, but I don't always follow the driving line. Hmm. Yeah, I often can't follow the driving line. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's helpful for me to. It's it's helpful for me to know what way what way the corner's going, like whether it's going left or right. But most of the time when I'm braking I'm like, Oh, I need to brake and oh there's a car and there's a wall, that'll do. <laughs> like which is not how I drive in real life. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I do use a wall. Yeah. In real life? <laughs> no, no, not in real life, no. <laughs> But yeah, I, I like I do like how it's in the UK and like it's cool how the street signs and all that are like like our recognisable street signs. Um, but yeah, like uh, I didn't realise that I would I could just follow the street signs to Edinburgh. And, uh, I know you kind of told me that, but like I never really twigged that I could go there because when like when I looked on the map, I couldn't see where it was, and like none of it looks like it doesn't look like Scotland like and on the map. So, uh, but yeah, that's cool. Um, but yeah, so I did play uh, a few other things. Um, I I actually went on like a bit of like a platinum binge alley, and got mm-hmm. I got like five platinums <laughs> in different games. Was one of them um, Spider Man? No, um, <laughs> no, it was not. The uh, if you remember last week, I spoke about a game that I played Super Destronaut DX. Well, I played that again on the PS4 and got the platinum in on the PS4 version as well. Uh, and I then played a game called Jack and Jill DX on the PS4 and on the Vita and got two Platinums in those games. Uh, and I also played a game called Mr. Masaji on the on the PS4, which is a dating simulator game where uh, at the end of each, like you go on like, it's kind of like a wee, wee dating app thing on, on a phone that you do. And then you, you have to kind of like go on like a fake date with a person or, or a being. There's one where you go on a date with a wolf, which is very strange. And one where you go on a date with a jar of mayonnaise. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and then the reward at the end, if you succeed in the date, is that you get a massage. You get a massage, right? Right. <laughs> and it makes your controller vibrate. <laughs> it's like, and it's like, enjoy your massage. <laughs> I'm like, okay. <laughs> and your controller just like vibrates for as long as you want it to before you quit back out of it. Like, very strange. But a uh, very easy platinum. I got I got that one in thirty five minutes, um, and then I did uh, Little Adventure on the Prairie, which is the worst game I've ever played on the on the Vita. Um, I got a platinum in that as well. Uh, I did play a little bit more Spider Man though. Um, I'm still going around and just ticking away at the various different things, but I'm kind of playing it really slowly now, where I'm going in and doing like one thing or two things and then going back out. Which is fine because, like, I've, I've kind of had my fill of that, like swinging about and whatnot. And I think if I played, if I played it in like many hour chunks at this point, I would be bored. 
be jumping in, like doing a couple of things, and then going back out. It's that's fine for me. Uh, but I did do the PlayStation Now thing and downloaded a couple of the games. See how that all worked. Um, and it works basically the exact same as if you bought the game on on the console. Like if you bought the game digital, it's exactly the same. But I assume it locks you out once you're now subscription sub, uh, lapses. But yeah, the, the selection of games is fine. Most of the games that are in there I've played already though, so I don't know if it's going to be one that I'll actually subscribe to paying money because like the, they allowed everybody to have a new free 7 day trial. Um, but yeah, most of the games, like I say, I've already either owned digital or I've played them all before. And like, I think this is one that's good for trophies and that's it. So if I want to jump in and get a load of trophies, then yeah, I'll, I'll do it. But for playing new games, nah, not really. Like, it doesn't have the new game. <laughs> it doesn't have Spider-Man in it, for example. Or God of War or any, any of the new games. <clears throat> Um, but yeah, then I played two other games. So first of all, I played uh, Life is Strange Two, Episode One. So did did you download and play this yet? No, because I never played the first one, fella. So you don't need to have played the first one at all. Yes, I do, this. and you know this that I would have to. But but you don't. It's I would have to. It's very much unrelated. But anyway, you could you can go and finish the first game. The first game is amazing. You definitely should go and finish it anyway because it's brilliant. Um, this one, uh, the first hour of the first episode is one of the best things I've ever played. I absolutely fucking loved this. It was so so good. Um, just the way that they kind of set up the the conversations that were going on and like the the stuff that the this kid had like in his room and whatnot. It was all um, it was all very relatable to me. Um, I don't know when this is set. To be fair, like it must be set around about now. Ish. But a lot of the stuff that the kid was doing was like stuff that I used to do when I was younger. And he's this kid's got like a younger brother who's maybe like a few years younger than him. And the kind of like sibling rivalry thing that they've got going on, I think you'll have like you would probably have a similar sort of feels to it as like as what I had because obviously like I've got a wee brother and so do you. And uh, <laughs> I think you would really like this. Honestly, the dynamic these two brothers have got is really interesting. Um, but then after about an hour, like some shit goes down, and then it, they basically have to go on the road on an adventure. And from there, it wasn't quite as good for the, the second half, because all the stuff that they'd set up in the first half was kind of like, oh, we need to like leave that behind now and go on this journey. It's like, oh, but I really wanted to like do that stuff that you were talking about there and see what would happen. But I don't... So, I, I think it, it is completely... Like, there's no, like, big split or anything like that where you would not go in this on this journey. So, this is obviously part of the story for the... The story arc for the season is that you need to go on this, like, adventure. So, but yeah, um, I hope that they get back to... Because I've tried to be kind of vague-ish on this for, like, spoilers... But they're basically like going out in the wilderness exploring for a bit and then um, they kind of are going away from civilization. And I think that where this game was really strong was when it was in civilization stuff. When you're going around and interacting with stuff in the in like houses and like technology and, and that sort of stuff and how the the writing was really strong between like the guy and his friends and things like that. Whereas when you're out in the wilderness 
the kid obviously doesn't know anybody apart from his brother and it's just about him like looking after his brother and them kind of surviving for a bit um but it's got a lot of potential because the writing is really solid and yeah i'll i'll definitely continue on with uh with this and get the i don't know if i'll buy the season pass or just buy the episodes as they come out but because this one was dearer so it was um i think it was like 30 quid for the season Something like that, twenty five or thirty. Whereas the first season, Life is Strange, was like fifteen, maybe, and before the storm was like twenty. So this one's more expensive, but you can see where the the money's gone because the production value is definitely uh, a good bit higher than uh, than uh, the in the first season and before the storm. The but these games completely put Telltale to shame. Like these <laughs> these guys are so much better at making like uh, the choose your own adventure type of game than what fucking Telltale is. Like, so much better. And their engine actually works and isn't broken and is not a mess. And the characters are all believable and not, like, stiffly written. But yeah, really, really good if you... Um, if you like this type of game, then it's an absolute must-buy. Uh, I'm not sure when the next episode's out. They haven't announced that yet, but really looking forward to see where they go with it. And there is... And I don't know, you didn't play Before the Storm, did you? No. So I felt that um, before the storm, the big thing that was kind of like missing from that was that they didn't have any like the, the sort of supernatural element that was in the first game. So like in Life is Strange, was the wee superhero one, isn't it? Well, yeah, but that's kind of that. It's like almost a demo for like this season. Like a, it's sort of a prequel, but it doesn't seem to relate to anything just yet. Um, and he doesn't really have like a actual superpower. It's just him, like make. It's him kind of like playing essentially there's no like powers involved in it but in Life is Strange 1 obviously she's got the kind of like time rewind powers like in Forza she's just a Forza driver she's a drive at her oh my god <laughs> but in this one it's a different it's a different power that one of the characters has I mean it's not really been fully explored as to what that is or what they can do with that so um, it's only happened a couple of times and just kind of in moments of I don't know panic these like shit has gone down so I think that will be more explored in the in the next episode because that was kind of how the the first episode finished off but yeah really really good so far and uh, the other thing that I did play was Assassin's Creed Odyssey which I've put about four or five hours into and it's very good very good um it is very like Origins but if Origins was crossed with Black Flag is probably the best way that I could describe it in terms of Assassin's Creed games. Um, there is some modern stuff in there already, however, I haven't gotten to play as the modern day character as of yet, but it is the same character that was in Origins. Oh good, so she's bored as hell. Mm, I, I mean, I didn't, I didn't mind her, I think especially towards the end of the game she got more interesting. And they did Desmond. Yeah, not as good as Desmond, like, but Desmond holds a special place in my heart for crossing over that UFC fight. <laughs> yeah. Stealing that skyscraper. Yeah. Um, but I, I obviously I don't know like where this goes in terms of that sort of stuff. We'll, we'll see. But this game, they've uh, they seem to have learned a lot of the lessons from the the older Assassin's Creed games, and they've taken a lot on board from Origins, um, and incorporated basically the black flagship stuff into this. So there's a lot, because this is based in, obviously, Greece, 
there's a lot of water in Greece and there's a lot of different islands and stuff like that you need to go between so your ship is a big focus in this game whereas like in the last game there, there was ships in it but there was no like really anything to do with your ship doing any stuff to your ship or anything like that but in this one you've got your ship you can upgrade your ship and change the sails and the the crew and all that sort of stuff so like I'm doing I'm just on a mission there where I had to go and recruit a new guy for my crew so I had to go fight a guy and then kind of like knock him out and then like get him to join my crew so you can do that with uh, with like a, a bunch of different people and I the quest wasn't particularly good to be honest it was like I'll go to this island get this guy and it, they pitched it up like a, a total story quest so I was thinking that I was going to have to do like a dialogue tree where I'd have, I'd have to convince him to like come and join me for whatever reason but <laughs> the, the, I had to not being uncertain I had to go up and fight him and then he just it was like oh join my crew I'm like, okay there was no like conversation involved um, but yeah like like you say the, there is no like assassin in it per se like the main character is not an assassin she's like a mercenary essentially um, well the assassins don't start to origin yeah and there's no hidden blade in this game either because it's it will get invented yeah. I think that's part of it yeah it's part of the DLC as far as I'm aware <laughs> like <laughs> which uh, yeah I'm not that keen on that but okay um, but yeah the, the main weapon's apparently going to be Le- Leonidas' spear however I haven't come across that yet so all I've been using is like uh, it's like a sword that I've got and a bow and arrow and whatnot. But so yeah, I'm still I'm still kind of in the early part of the game, um, but I'm really enjoying it so far. And the story is compe- it's compelling enough. I don't know that I'm as into it though because uh, I'm not as into ancient Greece as I was into Egypt because like. Egypt has the pyramids and like all that kind of mystique around it and like it's stuff that I've like read up about before whereas like Greece like I don't really know anything about Greece like this ancient Greece stuff no idea I did get to hang off of Zeus's dick though so that was something <laughs> like I don't know why that's in the game but yeah you can do that there's a big statue of Zeus like at the beginning of the game and you can climb up it and he has a he has a penis and you can hang on it. <laughs> I, sent, yeah, I sent you a picture of this. You did. <laughs> um, you do seem to be able to climb on everything in the game, though, which is unlike other Assassin's Creed games, because a lot of time it's like you can only climb on like, specific things. But in this, you seem to just be able to climb on absolutely everything, except for trees. That's strange. Can't, That's the easiest thing to climb, surely. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, uh, I can climb I'll, a tree. I always remember in Assassin's Creed 3, that was the big thing. You could climb through the trees. Remember all That's the trees right. had the yep. same branch? And it was like, oh, there's a tree that I can like perch in. And he had a perch like animation thing. And in this one, like if you go and try and like climb up a tree, it, she just kind of like jumps up the way like, and then falls back down. You're like, oh, okay. Guess I can't climb any trees then. <laughs> and like when you jump through a tree, you just like go straight through it. Like, oh, okay. Which is odd. But, you know, that's just, um, a minor gripe. But yeah, like the combat and everything like that is it's basically the same as what it was in, in Origins. Um, so if you like the way it was in Origins, you're going to like it here. Uh, I don't think there's any more RPG-ish elements than what Origins had, to be honest. Like, I've, like a lot, I've heard a lot of people say, like, oh, it's so much more RPG. But it's not really. It's got the same kind of, like, idea of like, levelling up your character, p- 
putting ability points in, that sort of thing. But if they had that in Origins, it's the same. And it's the same kind of like loot system where you go around, you collect a bunch of stuff, and you can craft stuff, you can sell stuff. That, that was all in Origins as well. So it's just as much RPG-ish as that was. I mean, I would say it's more kind of like an action-adventure game than an RPG for sure. But it just has some of these like story moment choices, which are all very well voice acted and uh, the lip syncing and all that's really quite good as well. Don't know if the graphics are quite as good as what uh, Tomb Raider was, but this is more of a kind of open world thing than than what than what Tomb Raider was. Um, biggest complaint about the game though is that they front loaded one of the most annoying fucking characters in a game ever in this game. There's a guy who's like your kind of main guy that you talk to to get missions for, like at the start of the game, and he's kind of like he's kind of like a father figure sort of to you. He's the guy that's kind of raised you since you're being abandoned or whatever. Um, and this guy is the I think his name's Marcos, and he has the most annoying voice that you'll ever hear in a game, ever. He's got such a high voice and it's so ham-fisted and like the acting on it's terrible. Um, and like comparing that to like uh, the performance of Cassandra who's like really well done like, no this just doesn't fit um, so I'm glad I'm away from that first island and I don't have to uh, speak to that fucking prick ever again well hopefully I don't know I imagine I have to go back there at some point and speak to him try to run his stupid wet, uh, vineyard but yeah I really enjoyed it so far like I say I'm still very like for a Assassin's game like four hours is not almost nothing so I'm still in the very early kind of moments of the game so it'll probably take me at least to 10-15 more hours before I can get a good feel for like is it better than Origins? Don't know. I think the setting is the the one thing that's like uh, letting me down slightly so far because I'm like I say I'm not as into like Greek stuff as what I was into like Egyptians and pyramids and mummies and all that. But yeah it's it's uh, it's good so far. Um, mm. I'll speak more about it next week. The, the, I think, they shouldn't have called it Assassin's Creed. Um, no, it's definitely an Assassin's Creed game. Are you an assassin? You're not an assassin in Black Flag either. Yeah, but are you you're an not, assassin? No, you're not going to become well, an assassin unless actually, you. Actually, if you if you think about like what you're actually playing in the game, so you you are playing as the character of uh, what's her name. Is it Lissa? Something like that? The, who's the character in the, the modern day game? She's not an assassin, she's a researcher. She is part of the Brotherhood of Assassins. She's involved in Yeah, but still, right, seeing the actual game, right? Edward mm-hmm. was an assassin. He was not an assassin when you started taking that over. But anyway... It doesn't make a difference, he became an assassin, you, right? But you are, in this you, game, you're not going to even... But if you remember though, you weren't actually playing as Edward, you were playing as somebody who worked in Abstergo who was creating an entertainment property. And yeah, but for the majority of the game you were taking the Edward who was an assassin. But you, were, you weren't actually playing as Edward, you were playing as somebody who was playing as Edward in a game. Yeah, but you were still controlling Edward. Yeah, but you. But technically, you were playing as somebody else. Technicalities <laughs> aside, you're not an assassin, like, you're, you're, you're avatar can controlling is not an assassin in Odyssey, right? Edward at least became an assassin, and he did become an assassin three quarters of the way into the game. But in this, you're not going to become an assassin, right? So, right, you're not an assassin. The answer is no. Are you part of a creed? 
You no. are So it shouldn't be called yet. Assassin's Creed. Not yet in the game, however, like the obviously the main story, uh, the the main character in the game in the modern day is It's not the point. You don't play the majority of the game as that person. Well, I don't know yet. Like I've only played. You don't. Hours, so. You don't. I don't know. You don't. <laughs> you don't. But um, anyway, you're you're not an assassin. You're not part of the Assassin's Creed. Uh, okay, the first civilization artifacts are part of it, and some of the assassins. That, it's it's stupid doing this. Like, why do this? Why not go forward in time? Why why go like origin should surely be the starting point? Why go before origins when origins in the title like origins should be the fucking origins. Um, I do see your point with that, um, but it, it still does feel like an Assassin's Creed game. Why not make Greece? Why not set it after Origins? Yeah, I mean they they could have done that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't. What was like, the decision making? Yeah. What was going through their heads? You know, it'd be really good. What the Assassin's Creed fans like? Let's make a game that they're not assassins because they must really like that. No, the like as much as I want to play this game because it looks interesting as a game. It doesn't scream Assassin's Creed to me. I, I mean, it does feel completely like an Assassin's Creed game. Of course like, it would, because like it's built in the same engine and it is an Assassin's Creed game, but storyline-wise, apart from the modern-day protagonist, like, you're playing as a character that... Uh, I don't know. I don't, I, I, I don't know what I'm trying to say or how I'm trying to say. I'll say this, the character that I'm playing as, um, I'm playing as the, the woman because you, you get the choice to play as the guy or the woman. She's the kind of main character though. Yeah, and she, in, the, in the book or whatever, she's the, the main character. And, like from what I've, I had a good look into it before, uh, before I even chose because I'm like, because it's like, obviously right at the beginning of the game we have to choose. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything about either of these two. Like, who do I pick? <laughs> like, what one looks the best? Like, uh, I don't know. Um, so I did like read in, uh, like, a couple of articles and stuff like that to see like, who was the best person to pick, and without, obviously, any spoilers or anything like that. And uh, most people seem to come to the consensus that you should pick Cassandra. Um, her voice acting's apparently more consistent for her as yeah, well. Yeah, uh, her voice acting was more consistent, and uh, she felt more fitting toward to, to the storyline. Um, so I was like, okay, well, I'll go with her. Um, the, the thing about that is, though, that all the, uh, all the promotional stuff that they've done for this game, it's all been the guy. <laughs> like, all of it. Like, he's on the box art. It's reversible, but he's the main guy on the box art, and he's in all the adverts everywhere. And, like, you don't really see Cassandra except for, like, the E3 trailers and the gameplay stuff that people have put out in that. So, it's it's a really weird one. Um, I'd reverse that box art. They, they do mention, uh, like, at the beginning of the game that Alexios is about as well, though. So, I don't know how... Like whether he comes into it later on, or like, and if you're playing as Lexi, or whether Cassandra comes into it later on, not sure on that one. Um, so I'll, I'll. It's just it's still them tiptoeing around. Like, do we make it full on female? Like, just do it. You done it for liberation. No cared. Um. Yeah, but nobody liked that game. (laughs) I didn't mind. (laughs) Did you ever finish it? Yeah, I did. Yeah. On the Vita. Yeah, Yeah. I I did finish that one as well on the on the Vita. I yeah, I didn't mind it, and I like the Aveline side mission before, but but, um, but Cassandra's a really good character. Like, I, I really like her. She's got like she kind of reminds me of like a little bit of Edward Kenway for some reason. I did see a I did see a video of the same thing you sent me of climbing up the giant penis, and she comments saying I probably shouldn't be climbing on this. Yep. <laughs> 
I imagine the guy probably says that too, but <laughs> but yeah. Whereas Greece maybe said, "Oh, I love it." Oh, maybe yeah. Um, but there is apparently like romance options and stuff like that in the game, and you can romance a guy or a girl, oh, or, regardless of what character you are. Keep out of games that aren't Japanese novels. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I like Japanese visual novels, so I don't know. So it's probably right up your street. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, like I said, I, game of the year. <laughs> I definitely do feel that I should finish Origins first, just like I, I regardless of Unit and Syndicate. Unit Unit and Syndicate can seem like kind of half asses, but like. I just I still stand by Origin should have been that they shouldn't have went before it at all like they should have set set it after it there's plenty of years of Greece before Assassin's Creed 1 do you know what I mean just make it after yeah. it no one would have batted an eyelid change the dates don't don't make it a prequel to Origins and no Assassins in it fuck off yeah it was it's a strange move but like I can see I can see why they've done it in this time period because it seems like it's the most interesting time period of Greece that they could have said. It would have been just as interesting two years after Origins then. How is that going to be much different? Probably, yeah. And and they could have like had some crossovers with like characters yeah. from that. But like with this, I think it's hundreds of years before like yeah, the it is. Of Origins. So there's no way that there's going to be any characters from Origins in this. Even as, like, Do you know what else I They a good... They'd... Stick with your characters, like don't make them fresh every year. Like Ezio, it was really cool seeing his entire life. Um, yeah, but you've not finished Origins yet. But like, there's some things that happen in Origins that like make that. Well, not every character is going to die, Andy. Like, I know that obviously somebody dies, and I don't care, right? But I'm not, not every I'm not character. Dies. That, I'm not saying that somebody necessarily dies, but there's certainly some uh, twists and things with characters in, in that game. Um, but yeah, I would say definitely finish that game first before you play this one. Yeah, because it's the same sort of timeline, like. Yeah, well, the, mod- the modern day continues on. So. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's good so far. But I like like I say, I've I've only just kind of scratching the surface of it. And um, people that have held talking about it that are much deeper into the game are absolutely in love with it. So. I, I think it's one that I will get into more and more over the next couple of weeks. Cool. Yeah, good good game so far. Enjoying it. No glitches. N- nothing like Tomb Raider. <laughs> there will be. There will be glitches. It's no moral game. There'll probably be the odd thing, but like. Uh, I've yeah. seen my camel run out of a sand dune. <laughs> so, that's not where you were. You, you can't run through this. You weren't living in the sand, Mr. Camel. I have a horse in this game. Do you have like an eagle or eagle vision? Yes, eagle, just the exact same as in. Uh, is in Origins same eagle? Well, not the same. See that kind of confused me. Like, see how I say I was playing Unity in Origins. Hmm. Like, I was trying to scan the area, and I forgot that I had the eagle. And like, see for the first ten minutes, I was like, "Why the fuck can't I activate eagle vision?" Like, I was clicking off three, doing everything. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I threw up the eagle." Yeah. Cool. Eagle. <laughs> so, have you played anything else? Or? No, that's it. Cool, so we'll wrap it up there as it's getting late and I'm working tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening. Thanks for taking part in the poll on Twitter. I'll do another one next week as well for the show. I think that's a cool thing to do. And um, yeah, I'm probably going to get Black Ops on Thursday, so I'll be talking about that next week. I also did pick up USC 3 this week, but I forgot to talk about it. I'll save that for next week because it went on sale. Because I hadn't bought UFC 3 and I did like it. I played the 
10 hour trial um, and it dropped to like 30 quid for like the Notorious edition which came on this extra stuff but we'll talk more next week um, but yeah thanks very much for listening stay tuned in the next 20 minutes you've got the B team with Chips Hell and the guys and we'll be back next week and Andy's uploaded some episodes to the podcast arena if you want to go and check some back episodes as well but on behalf of myself and Andy thank you very much again stay tuned on all games and peace out